Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There are many elections happening today. I hope many of you, I hope you all went out and voted. And uh, already we're getting people calling shenanigans. I don't know how serious any of these stories are, but uh, sure enough, there's something to talk about. Votes being flipped in one uh, one uh, voting location in uh, Philadelphia. People are quite worried about this. Gas leaks being reported. Uh, some locations have to extended times, but they're saying all of this is being taken care of. Now, I don't think the big story here is necessarily that these individual things happen, but that it's a preview of what's to come in the next year. And just think about what's going to what's going to happen when the stakes are a bit higher than, say, like the governorship of a single state, when it's the president and when it's Donald Trump. We also got news of the Trump trial. Trump tried to read a disclaimer clause in court where it says specifically in his contracts, he's not liable for inaccuracies and the judge would not let him do it. People are now screaming bias because. They already had a summary judgment against him saying he did commit fraud. They don't care that he actually has a document proving he didn't. It's fascinating. We're going to talk about that. Plus, YouTube and Facebook have censored the reporting from Steven Crowder on the Nashville Trans Manifesto. And of course, we have the release of Infringed. You guys got to check it out. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com and you'll notice right there on the front page, Lauren Southern and John Dutois film Infringed is now available. It's been up since this morning. Become a member to watch the full length documentary. Share it with your friends. We are doing a massive marketing campaign behind this because it is not just about the excellent work advocating for our right to keep and bear arms, defend ourselves and the practical issue of how it's important if we want to protect ourselves. It's also about just helping build that culture. And I think, you know, we're going to do a massive ad campaign because at the very least, we're going to get those commercials up across YouTube and other platforms advocating for your right to keep and bear arms. So if you like the work that we're doing, if you watch the documentary already, already and you love it, stay as a member, upgrade your membership, and share with your friends. And if you haven't, you really do need to see it because it's epic. Smash that like button, subscribe to this channel. We're going to have that members-only uncensored show coming up for you as well, if you are a member. But tonight, joining us to talk about all of this, plus the making of Infringed, Gun Rights in America, we've got Lauren Southern and John Dutois. Lauren, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me. It's definitely a pleasure to finally see the film out. It's been a long time coming, and all the reactions have been incredible coming in. All that's, positive. That's, that's so, right. And, and Lauren, happen. in an act of uh, celebratory defiance, took oh. our $5,000 cognac and insisted upon drinking from a paper cup. That's with right. Some I, 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 Right now, everybody who knows what Louis Thirteenth is is probably throwing up a little in their mouth as she prepares to pour it into a paper cup. But, you know, she... Wants right. to, it's okay. It won't let me open it. It's then like, maybe I know you want to blaspheme against me. <laughs> There's a button you push and it pops oh, open. Wow. No, I just ripped it open and I'm going to throw it in this paper cup. So Lauren, of course, is a, a documentary filmmaker. I mean, you want to mention anything else about your work? You're doing work with Tenant Media now. We're all yes, excited. I'm with Tenant Media, which you are as well. A very Absolutely. exciting crew. We've got Matt Christensen, Taylor Hansen, Ruben, Benny Johnson. Oh, um, yeah, so you can go check Super them group. out. Tenant Media on YouTube, watch Tenant Now on the Twitters, and I'll be doing videos and little mini docs for them, and hopefully some more documentaries for you as well. But uh, yeah, if you want to check out some of my older film work, I've done Farmlands on South Africa, Borderless on the Migrant Crisis, American Mirage, uh, 
Crossfire and now Infringed. I've got quite the body of work. And the lovely John Dutois has helped me with a couple of those now. Three of them. Three of them now. Yeah, you did oh, yeah, Crossfire right. too. Yeah, I did you some did work on Crossfire. Too. Yeah. That's right. Who are you, sir? What do you do? Yeah. Well, I'm John Dutois. I'm the guy who's behind the scenes. I'm behind the camera. So it's, uh, it's a real privilege and honor for me to be in front of the camera for once. And uh, you, you deserve know, yeah. the credit. You right. Thank you for having this me. Is, this, is, this, is, this is blasphemy right here. <laughs> but it's become a meme because she drank Pappy from a paper cup. For those that don't know, that's like, I don't know, $1,000 whiskey or is it bourbon? How, so how much does this cost? We earned this. We okay, worked that, hard, that's okay? What, yeah, that, okay, your point. That's oh, like, like $300. I just poured $300? When you, probably. When you go to bars, they, they use eye, like eyedroppers to... to <laughs> What's and they, and they're like? very careful about drops. Cause, uh, but we, we cracked this open when Elon yeah. finally secured yeah. Twitter and became X. I should try it. John wants some in an actual glass. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, I'll they're celebrating the release of the film. Absolutely. We also have uh, Phil Labonte hanging out. Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Labonte, lead singer of All That Remains, very failed musician and uh, anti-communist and counter-revolutionary. And I'm Ian Crossland. Happy to be here. I got Richie Jackson's gift, uh, this wild shirt. Thanks, Richie. What's happening? The rock star himself. And John, good to see you, Lauren. Obviously awesome. Good to see you. It's good to see you guys in front of the camera. Thank right. you. To my right Thanks is this man. Yeah, my name is Toy. Good to see you, man. Uh, let me just adjust this quickly. Uh, ready when you are, Tim. Let's, Let's go. get it. Here's the first story from ABC 27. Voting machines in one Pennsylvania county flip votes for judges, an error to be fixed in tabulation. I love this. Uh, a quick correction for the beginning of the show. I said it was in, in one location. Actually, voting machines, plural, in a county were flipping votes. They, check us out. They say voters were asked to decide whether Pennsylvania Superior Court judges Jack Pinella and Victor Stabile should be retained for additional 10-year terms. The yes or no votes for each judge were being switched because of the error, said Lamont Clure, the Northampton County Executive. If a voter marked yes to retain Pinella and no, for example, for Stabil, it was reflected as no on Pinella and yes on Stabil, or however you pronounce that. Now, look, they're saying it's going to be fixed. The question, the first question I have is, what if no one noticed? And more importantly, what if no one noticed any others how how are we supposed to, this this is a huge huge problem because right now voter confidence is probably at an all-time low considering 2020 and even 2022 midterms and now with this it's not even this we got a bunch of other stories here we go let me see if i have a no no we're, we're getting there nick sorter says one of the top five most liberal voting precincts in kentucky has been cleared out due to a supposed gas leak Kentuckians are currently at the polls voting to decide whether or not they want to oust their Democrat Governor Andy Bashir and replace him with Trump-backed Daniel Cameron. Highland Baptist Church in Louisville will now be having extended voting hours are being shut down. We have this one. Two Jefferson County polls get extend extended voting time after brief shutdowns. So uh, this is also this, this is a, a related story. We're uh, we're we're basically getting a, a it's not confidence building. Now I'll say it right like I'll say it like this. I don't know if this matters in the big picture, these singular individual voting events. I think, uh, uh, I, I, let, let me clarify. I don't know if right now just this one thing matters. I think together, however, and the bigger picture matters is what I'm trying to say. If you're getting stories like this and people already don't trust the system, it is going to shock confidence in our elections, which means it doesn't matter who wins. If the Democrat wins, the Republicans are going to point to these. And if the Republican wins, the Democrats are going to point to these. Democrats will say things like Republicans were so salty about 2020. They started manipulating with machines. And Republicans are going to say Democrats are here doing the same thing they've been doing. I don't see 
when you look at what's going on already, and it's not even the biggest election day. I mean, come on, the primary voting is going to be bonkers. We're, I'm not even talking about, you know, November 2024, the general. What's going to happen when people go to vote in the primaries and they're getting weird things happening? What happens when people go to vote in the primary in a, in a blue state's like, oh, whoopsie, you, you didn't vote for Trump, you voted for DeSantis or something like that? What you should do is immediately stop, release the software code of that machine because mm -hmm. they're I calling agree. it an error. And it was it an error or was it supposed to do what it did? Yeah, it's, it's really weird to me how people have this very black and white view of voter fraud. It's like either it's not happening at all. And if you say it's happening, then you're an election denier, blah, blah, blah. Or it's like the whole system is rigged and you might as well not vote. Like, of course, voter fraud is happening. Of course, there are people tampering machines. Of course, there are people stuffing ballots. We know this. People have been charged for this in the past. And as we're seeing, if you look at polls over time of where people are at on the political spectrum, everyone is pushing further to the fringes. And as that happens, people are going to feel it is more of a life or death situation to try to rig elections. Of course, they're going to feel that way. Oh, yeah. It's, if I change this machine, I'm literally saving trans lives or I'm literally saving the country from, yep. you know, whatever it might be. So I think we really need to be looking out for this. This doesn't mean don't vote at all. If anything, I think the media are the bigger election riggers than anyone in this. But um, yeah, there's a very I real phenomenon happening more than we probably know. This is why you need to make sure you go out and vote. There's two big things here. One, they want to demoralize you. Mm -hmm. For all you know, like for all the people who think there's a conspiracy to steal votes, maybe the real conspiracy is they want to convince you not to vote. Ooh. I don't believe they can rig an, uh, as every single machine. Yeah. Now, see this story? This is really demoralizing. You mean even if I do go out and vote, they might flip my vote? Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Because they, uh, when, when I say they, I'm talking about your political opponents, and I don't care who they are. It's establishment, neo-lib, neocon, all of them. All of the people playing dirty politics want to convince you not to vote so that they can win. It's like that episode of South Park where they're voting for the giant douche and the turd sandwich. And then I can't remember what happened. I think like Kyle goes to Stan and he's like, you got to vote. And he's like, okay, I'll vote, I guess. And he's like, awesome. Wait, who are you voting for? He's like, I'm voting for the other guy. No, wait, don't vote. They want to convince you to vote, but if they find out you're going to vote for their opponent, they don't want you to vote. I think if these machines are flipping votes intentionally, the more people that vote, the more likely it's going to get found out that they're flipping votes. Oh, so yeah. you should definitely vote and pay Absolutely. close attention. And be volunteering, like be involved in your local elections, be involved in your local community. Half the people that are volunteering are going to be these activist types that are on welfare, that don't have jobs, that have all the time in the world. You go be involved in that. We should be at our local elections. We should be, you know, the volunteers there because that's going to be how you're going to spot this stuff. <laughs> Twenty the, the next year is going to be wild. I don't even I don't even know where to begin with it. The fact that like there's a lack of uh, trust in, in the establishment essentially um, is. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker.
I think that the the lack of belief in 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 the the soundness of the of the elections that's that's baked into the distrust of the the establishment. And the more we we see people that are skeptical or that are cynical about voting or about the system, the more you're going to have things like people see essentially confirmation bias. They'll they'll see something that seems anomalous or seems weird, and then they'll be like, "Well, I know it's definitely this." Because all it takes is one small thing for people to be like, "Now." I'm, I've seen enough to have my previous opinions confirmed, and so now it's it's not a you know now the whole thing should be thrown away, and that's just a, a symptom of of having a a system that people are very cynical about. You know, it, people are extremely mistrusting of the establishment media, the establishment within, when it comes to the government, and it's not just in the United States. I mean, you guys were right. talking about what Canada's like now, and I, this is a phenomenon. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> this is a phenomenon that's happening across basically the I, whole of Western society. I, I do think what Lauren just said is consent to Same. an American invasion of Canada. Absolutely. So. Well, it would be of China. All right, well, a, you, you got to wait. <laughs> you know, you got to wait till springtime. All right. It's it's I cold wanna, up there. I just want to let you know, uh, you do know the founding fathers of the United States went to you guys and said, work like you, you y'all were colonies, too. And our guys were like, you guys want to get in on this? And you were like, nah, we're good. Were like, we, we still don't had a bit of firepower. Smoke, we were burning down the White House, all right? <laughs> we still had a bit going on well, for us. Well, the British then. did. We almost <laughs> took Montreal. Our ancestors. Um, I'm just yeah. saying. Did you guys see the Canada election fraud stuff with the Chinese interference? No, what happened? No, no, Chinese None of you guys saw, We have like had well, hardcore. Lauren, Lauren, yeah, how many people live in Canada? Like 30-something million? <laughs> how could you guys not care about this? We're, you're going to have a colony of China living above you, literally. My, we're, not, we're going to? Remember when <laughs> the Chinese do. army went to Canada and was like doing training drills? Yep. Yeah, literally. And you guys uh, don't care about this? Oh, when I was at the airport. You're three hours from, only, your border's three hours from my house in New Hampshire. I damn well care. You know Yeah, this. you should. Not only were the ads, the wait times for my flights were all in Chinese. Like, we're being Vancouver is becoming a Chinese majority city right now, and like people are raising the Chinese communist flag at city hall and police stations and stuff. It's, it's kind of wild, um, but yeah, we've we've had a proven by CSIS, our intelligence agency, Chinese influence campaign in Canada to win the election for liberals. Donations. Um, they've put out ads for students and in Chinese only ads, encouraging people that are Chinese in Canada to vote for liberal politicians. And it's been, and honey pots have been deployed. CSIS confirmed that against maple pots. Maple pot. <laughs> <laughs> Syrup pots in thank Canada. You, thank you, sir. But full blown, full blown. And this is just like not being talked about how our elections it, are it, literally being. Well, completely. it happened in 2015 as well, except it was it was the U.S. doing it in the 2015 election with what? like Lee okay, I like that and though. things. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> no, was no, it for liberals it, though? It was like deep state U.S. It was a They helped put, uh, you know. James O'Keefe had a report about. Face uh, and power. James O'Keefe had a report about uh, Chinese uh, money flowing through Act Blue. I think you were you were something big about that, Lauren. You were talking about immigration. Is it is immigration you, uh, largely from China in in Canada? Is that the that's the phenomenon? interesting? We used to have a large amount of this, particularly BC, Vancouver, from Hong Kong, but it's flipped. It's like you know in the single percentages for Hong Kong, and it's mostly mainland China now coming to BC, Vancouver. They call it Hongcouver. You're not supposed yeah. to say that out loud, yeah, but that's no way for that one. it's it's yeah, you like you can't say anything up there. Yeah. <laughs> 
It, it, when you literally have enclaves, I was getting my nails done at the airport, true story, and the lady lives in Richmond, which is where the uh, YVR airport is, and she's like, oh yeah, I can't shop at certain stores, and she's not particularly political, she's just like, yeah, Richmond, just Richmond, BC, oh, okay. uh, like Vancouver area, and she's like, yeah, they just don't want me shopping there, because I'm white, and I don't speak the language, the local language. You look at um, complexes being built in Richmond, and all of the advertisements for buying are in Chinese. They're not in English. I could show you videos right now, all of the housing. Yeah. It's we are a Chinese colony at this point. So is, like, what, what, is, what is the voter fraud angle? They're, oh, well, China is directly influencing our elections in Canada. They are deploying um, ad campaigns. They're deploying honeypots. Uh, they're involved in offering tons of money to liberal politicians mm -hmm. because they want to continue to have large amounts of control <clears throat> over our students, economy. Right? And um, also money laundering. They call it snow washing in Canada. So tons of... I think it was, um, we have the same amount of money laundering as uh, the UK, but we have about a 3% success rate at uh, actually pursuing them legally compared to the UK. <laughs> I've seen it from Al Jazeera. This is from September, a couple months ago. Canada, what was this say? Canada opens inquiry into allegations of election meddling by China and mm -hmm. Russia. I also saw from Bloomberg in 2021, uh, China's alleged election meddling creates problem for Look Trudeau. Look at this, yeah. AP. AP reporting from September 2023, Chen announces public inquiry into whether China, Russia, and others interfered in elections. Yeah, it's, there's a whole investigation into it. It's all confirmed. The glo it was, uh, I think a lot of it was broken by Global. No, it wasn't well, look, Global. It was uh, McLean's. Uh, I can't remember Americans. <laughs> see, here's what happens. In the uh, revolutionary uh, era, the, revo uh, the, in the era of independence in the United States, there, it wasn't just 13 colonies. Everyone says the original 13 colonies, but they don't realize that British colonies actually go extend up into Canada. There's many of them. And the founding fathers, the same negotiations they're having with, say, Florida or, or, or South Carolina or whatever, are the same negotiations they're having with Quebec, another British colony. Well, up north, the Canadian, what is now Canada, was like, we're not interested in declaring independence. You're on your own. So it's actually a bunch of British colonies and only some of them declared independence. Yeah. So I think what you see here is the United States more has more uh, descendants of uh, of rebels. It, it was a re it, there were more people here who were rebellious and willing mm -hmm. to fight and die for independence right. than in Canada. Absolutely, Canada ends up with more people who are willing to play ball. They're more willing to say, "Look, look, I don't want to get into a fight." And this opens the door to heavy soft power from, say, China or Russia. What are yeah, gun rights exactly. like in China or in China? In, uh, what are gun rights <laughs> like uh, in, in China? Canada? I want to make one more comment. You know what the most depressing part of all of this is? I don't even get my scam calls in English anymore. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, that's, I'm that's, that's true in the United States, too. <laughs> is it? My, my good friend Scam Likely calls very often and it always leaves uh, you a message. You know that guy, too? Yeah. Scam, yeah. what's he up to? Scam Likely, that's his name. You guys know telemarketer? They're always in Chinese. Yeah, I'm like, they, they actually expect when they call a Vancouver like phone number, they're I've like, oh, we're more likely to reach a Chinese person. So than have you picked you know, up you know, any Mandarin? <laughs> I, got, I need to, clearly. I, I you know what I think that is? I think that the uh, this is a big problem in the United States and in, in North America in general, where we're all getting these random phone calls and it's been ongoing for a long time. When you answer it, you get an automated machine saying something in, in Mandarin you can't understand. But understand this, for you as an individual, having a minute or two of distraction. It's no big deal with to your life. But for the entire country, China can calculate the macro level. When we run these bots to phone to call 7 million people per day, we depress the US economy by 0.02% or something so like this. True. It is the macro effect. As an individual, you don't care, but on the whole, it could be massive. 
I describe it like blackjack. You know, at the table for the time, it's basically a coin toss between you and the house, but that 0.5% edge over the year means the casino will make money. Same thing for China doing these scam calls. Well, you know what it does too? It makes people never pick up phone calls. Exactly. Like you get a you get a call from a business that's actually like involved in your life and your community wanting you to come out. You're not answering that. No one answers their phone. We were just talking about this this morning. We don't answer our phones anymore. If it's, I don't. Like, I don't even have kind of my ringer on. I keep my ringer though. off. <laughs> Did you guys hear about what happened with the banks? No. Last past not. week, all these different banks had payroll disruption. Mm-hmm. And people think it's like, oh, so I didn't get my paycheck for a few hours. It was kind of annoying. Hold on. Let's say a million people are expecting their paycheck right when they wake up. Instead, they get it at 4 p.m. How many of these people living the paycheck to paycheck had a bill that oh, was due that problem. day? Yeah. The same and, thing happened in Canada uh, a few months ago yeah, with, yeah. with TD. They, they missed payroll. And I mean, and there's people who are moving into new homes and, you know, they're people's they're rent that was missed. I think Trudeau things. even had to do a statement about it. Right, right. Yeah. And then what they, they charge people overdraft fees. That yeah, oh, yeah. them. That's insidious. Yeah. If a bank can't give you your payroll. They cannot charge you. An Good overdraft. luck. They don't yeah. care. Man, that's like stuff. use your your, your, now your Second got, Amendment right, your First Amendment right. You yeah, know, the sixth bank, the sixth bank this year just collapsed in the United States. Uh, was it like Iowa Savings and Loan or something like that just collapsed? I got to ask. So the, the American colonies split off from the, the Canadian colonies uh, long, 250 years ago. What what are gun rights like in Canada from then to now? What have they? What what was the what was the establishment and existence of weapons rights? There's you know it's been pretty good, but there's well, this, rights, this short period um, when a certain politician got elected that they all seemed to disappear overnight. I can't true Trudeau, right? Yeah, no. Immediately as he came in, like 2020, they got rid of AKs, M4s, M16s. 1500 weapons like all overnight gone um added to restricted can't buy anymore and then after the uvalde shooting because of course uvalde is in canada and uh, this really affects us and the gun used was definitely a gun that's legal in canada not one that doesn't even uh (laughs) anyway made no sense he banned handguns uh while we were filming the documentary infringed so you can't purchase transfer them anymore and this is going to keep happening over and over they're floating bills to ban things like the plinkster which is literally like you know to shoot tin cans and they're talking about banning these guns if trudeau and the liberals stay in for another you know they win the next election we're not gonna have guns i want to jump to the story which will lead us into a bigger conversation about uh, gun control this Mm -hmm. is from the post millennial youtube removes stephen crowder's reporting on trans nashville shooter manifesto claiming violation a violent criminal organization's policy. So Crowder does this big breaking story. It is now confirmed, verified uh, several pages of the manifesto. I should say of the journal and documents from the individual showing an anti-white motivation. It may not be the only motivation, but it appears to be that woke critical race theory was a component of what drove the individual to go and take the lives of several children and faculty members. Now, right off the bat, I just want to say this. I think one of the big reasons why the, the the mainstream press and many gov- uh, p- political individuals, uh, politicians are suppressing that story is not because of the fear of the privacy or anything like that, violating privacy. It's because they always want to immediately jump to gun control. Yeah. Anytime something like this happens, it's not what was the cause behind this. It was all that matters is guns. Yet in Chicago, it, <laughs> guns don't really matter. In, in Baltimore, it's not really. It's only when there's violent extremism. And I think the issue is whether it be even whatever you describe, identitarian extremism, whether it's pro or anti-white, 
they want to use these things for political gain and they want to uh, they want to uh, push push away any responsibility they may have for their failed gun policy. So I want to say that as, as we start this segment, shout out, go to, go to TimCast.com, watch Infringed, become a member if you haven't already. For those that are just tuning in, go to TimCast.com, run right on the front page, you will see a Lauren Southern film, Infringed Gun Rights in America. It is nearly two hours. You got to watch it. You guys uh, did amazing work on this. But l- l- let's break this down. We've got YouTube has a bunch of crazy rules on guns. They take it very, very seriously. Now, I think it's fair to a certain degree, right? YouTube says no live streaming, any kind of gun content. And I'm like, their concern is that someone's going to go on a rampage. But I honestly don't think that makes sense. You can't post any kind of violent criminal activity on YouTube at all. Why ban live streams? I think the big issue, YouTube, Facebook, and, uh, you know, probably Instagram, they don't want people promoting gun rights in the United States or anywhere. And they can't just outright remove it. But there have been a bunch of issues that have happened with uh, with YouTube a while uh, and Google. I remember uh, this is a really funny story. Back in 2018, YouTube banned guns from shopping and they were so stupid. They banned Gundam Wing. Do you guys know what Gundam is? <laughs> oh, I know it's Gundam. Gundam oh, yeah. is an anime and it's G-U-N-D-A-M and they're giant fighting Japanese robots in yeah, space. Yeah. And you and Google banned people trying to buy it because they were trying to suppress the word gun. So I certainly think it's overtly political and they want to, they're they are working. Let me just add this to it. When we learned uh, a while ago, but now with confirmation from, from the GOP, that the government is colluding with Stanford University and big tech organizations to silence and suppress the rights of individuals, absolutely YouTube and Facebook are taking a political stance to suppress our rights, first and second. What I don't get is I feel like I see these videos on YouTube of like a dude walking into a shop and then the guy, the shop pulls out his weapon and fires at the guy and like, they're all on YouTube. What do you, what do you, what do you mean, like, like a videos? Movie? What's that? Like a movie? No, no, like like security camera footage of, of a, a guy that coming into a store. Are you sure? Because I'll see like people That's doing- that's For on sure Twitter, X, Twitter but X. like it'll be like a guy doing doc talking about the video and then the guy will walk in and he'll pull out the gun and like if it's sh- like a mainstream media channel i remember uh, after some of the mass shootings that happened there were and the whole monetization video um issue came about on youtube uh like jimmy fallon tonight uh, jimmy kimmel all of these people were able to do videos about the mass shootings yep. that were monetized but no one else could so you may have seen that on mainstream media channels there, that there, have there the are, go there ahead. Are, there are a couple a couple channels that do cover that. There's one called Active Self Protection, which uh, I forget the guy's name, but he actually covers international stuff a lot of times. You'll have stuff from South America, but he'll, it's always some kind of security footage. And he will go over what could have been done better if it was an actual right. self-defense yeah. shooting. If it it's, was it's just, probably not monetized, though. Yeah. Um, donut not. operator. <laughs> I don't imagine. Does that too. Yeah, yeah Donut does protection the same. Has three million subscribers. Donuts, yeah. So I think we... Yeah, he. I, I don't want to talk about the strategies right. people use yeah, to get around. Then we won't. <laughs> we won't. These right. issues. Yeah. yeah, it's not straightforward. Let's put it yeah, that way. no, it's yeah. not. But yeah, and we know there are a lot of very serious rules. I remember that a bunch of the big gun YouTubers were talking about the restrictions that were placed, yeah. and they're weird and hard to understand. But I think it's fair to say YouTube taking down this manifesto serves nothing but the gun control narrative and the left liberal establishment narrative. If 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 it comes out, it's it's not just about guns. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's also about critical race theory diversity, equity, inclusion. It's like, uh uh-oh, the extremist ideology of the left is resulting in extremists taking action. As a component, there's more to this story. We haven't gotten the the full release here. But I think a core component is there are powerful interests 
that want to ban guns in government and the private sector. And it is beneficial if you can shut down any motivating, uh, any, any information on motivation. So then when no one knows what happened, you can say, guess we got to ban guns. Yep. I'm concerned that like, and, and I always hate to pin it on the CCP because I want the United States and China to be allies long term. But like for them to be like, hey, Alphabet, Google's parent company, money, money, money. You want to you want to roll in China? We don't want you to have certain uh, gun rights things. And like, what are they really trying to get the United States to screw itself by removing its own amendments? Like, come on, like uh, our, our constitution is more important than corporate oligarchy. And we cannot let foreigners stop us from exercising our rights and, and cherishing our rights. Yeah, it's actually, a, I mean, there's always the point of, oh, why arm yourself? The government's so powerful, they'll just nuke you, whatever. Well, it's actually very hard to fight large, you know, populations that are all armed and spread out in a diaspora, you know, whether you're in rice fields or in the Middle East, it's always proven difficult. And if you can just psychologically disarm a population by convincing them that they don't want or need or even have these things in their awareness. It's so funny, actually, when I was checking in for my flight on the way here, there was a sign behind us that said, uh, declare if you have a gun. And the Canadian guy standing beside me was asking the lady, do a lot of people actually bring guns from here, Vancouver? And the lady was like, oh, believe it or not, they do. And he's like, I thought no one owned them. And this was a conversation I witnessed. They want that to be the average person's thought process. They want the average person to not even conceptualize right. or conceive that. Why would I need a gun? No it, one it, does it, that. It's a, it's That's for Hicks. It's a long-term <laughs> strategy, right? Yeah. So they, They've been largely successful, I think, honestly. Like, unless you're a person that is... Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. It, it tends to be people that are pro Second Amendment in the U.S. They tend to be people that are also politically motivated, politically active. They're, the reason that there hasn't been success in the U.S. with significant uh, anti-gun legislation and gun control, the reason that there's been victories for the past 20 or so years so predominantly is because of the fact that the people that are pro-gun are so politically active. The mm -hmm. idea that there's a lot of money going to individual Congress people from the gun industry, that's a fallacy. The money that's going to the, to the, the money that, that is actually big money is from Raytheon. They're making missile batteries. They're making drones. They're making serious, uh, you know, the kind of weaponry that's sold to states. The, the companies that make small arms generally don't have these big contracts and they're not giving tons of money. The idea that the NRA is responsible is a fallacy. Most gun uh, gun owners really look at the NRA as a meme and as a joke and it's, it's, the, it's where all the FUDs go, you know? So the idea that 
that the the that it's something other than grassroots preventing significant legislation that's all a fallacy but i i think we're winning yeah for sure we're so lucky that the 20th century was televised and recorded because what hitler did was so egregious he disarmed his population then sent in the shock troops to control them and that will never happen again well i think you got a correction for us sorry i think you got a correction for what he just said yeah well yeah i mean it's in the documentary (laughs) that's right Uh, you know there's a meme that says there's a meme that says that hitler um you know he 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 took all the guns Mm. right but right. it actually started right after World War One, yeah. and, uh, and and Germany, you know, you know, because they lost the war, they they had to uh, they they had to abide by the Treaty of Versailles, and in that treaty was required that they disarm the citizens. So they it was it in Japan. Japan. That was it, 1920, right? Uh, 1919, 1920. So it, it was the Allies that actually required that of Germany to disarm the population. So they disarmed they the just, enemy. They, that, they, so that. they used a policy that was already in place against right. the people. And this is what's so interesting is we always say like, oh, Same thing uh, we're, we're gonna put in these policies for our side of politics, like mm-hmm. for the lefties. Yeah. But you guys don't realize that as soon as a government that you really disagree with gets in power, they can utilize those politi- policies against you. He, here's here's like the important- Germany. An important point that was brought up in Infringed. Mm-hmm. In 1920, Germany's forced to disarm their population. In 1928, they right. reintroduced exactly. permitting and gun registry. You want to own a gun, you got to prove why you that you need it for a legitimate reason mm-hmm. to defend yourself, mm-hmm. and then you can apply for a permit and register. And then now you're on when, the list. Now you're on the list. Yeah. And when the Nazis come to power, they have a list of everyone right. who is armed, and they start hunting those people down. And then, of course, the Nazis too. They relaxed gun restrictions for Nazi Party members. Mm-hmm. But then if you're a Jew, you are, not, you, you are not allowed to own a gun. So again, gun control is not about your safety. Right? Gun control it's is about not about gun. controlling guns. It's about using guns to control right. you. And this is like why these lists are so important too. Like the registries in Canada, the long gun registries they tried to put in. And right now, actually, um, this January, the ATF are bringing in, you need to register your stabilizing braces with the ATF, or you need to hand in modified guns with them. These they, registries right. are all to be used and, and, and well, they against real, 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 Phil, d- d- didn't the, the Supreme Court overturn the, the pistol brace? That- Currently, there is a stay on the enforcement of the pistol brace. It's only for people that are members of GOA and FPC, which are both great, uh, mm-hmm. great pro-gun uh, organizations, Firearms Policy Coalition and uh, Gun Owners of America. So wait, wait. But, you ha- but they, they have the, the actual uh, lawsuit against the ATF. And so but, their members are, are covered under the but state. only their members. Only their members. So what if you sign up right now? You can join now <laughs> and you will be wow. a, you will be covered by the, the stay, but you have to be a member of either the Firearms Policy Coalition, it's gun policy, uh, it's at gun policy on Twix, and, uh, or you have Twix. to be a member of GOA. Uh, both are great. I'm mm. a little partial to Firearms Policy Coalition because they're a little more hoist the black flag kind of dudes, mm. and I like that. Um, but you have to be covered. You have to be a member of either of those I two. Think- Otherwise, a, a brace is currently a felony, and you'll get 10 years, yeah. $250,000 fine if you have a braced uh, uh, an AR-15. They'll basically just tr- they'll, be, they'll be treating it as a short barrel rifle unless you're a member of those. I two. think I'm a member of like all of them, to be honest. Mm. I think like one day I just went to like every gun rights organization and started donating. What does it's it take so, like, to become part of it? A donation. Send. Give them your information. So, so like for for Canada to have a gun license, you have to have a gun club that you're a part of or a range that you're a member of, right? You have to have your pal, your R pal, if you want to own anything that's got some real firepower kick behind it. And um, you got to have like your ammo gun separate 
guns have to be locked, a trigger lock on them, ammunition. Oh, you ridiculous. know, like what do you guys have any of that comparable? Yes, here? depends where. We have depends uh, where, yeah. we have a handful of states that uh, people refer to as the evil seven. The but, evil yeah, seven. He's right. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, when I lived in New Jersey, we had some some security, you know, uh, concerns. And this is before I bought a gun, so I decided, mm -hmm. you know, I I need to get a gun. Well, the cops told me. Well, I, I was told by a cop, if it were me, I'd answer the door with a shotgun. That's all. He didn't say go buy a gun. He was like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay. And then I was told by the police, if someone were to try to break into my home, I can do nothing. If someone is actively at my door, smashing out the window and reaching and open the door, I cannot take action against that person. Yeah. It's like Canada. Because yeah. it would be murder. Now, if he breaks into your home, now it's a different story. Because if he breaks into your home, you are legally required to flee your home. <laughs> And you still can't defend it's yourself. It's just like Canada. Yeah. And and uh, and I said, where would I go? I'm in my house. This is where I live. Yeah. And then yeah. what what I was told was, when you tell that to a judge, you are saying in court, I would rather kill a man than stand outside. And that's the way the court will will interpret that's what you are saying. Insane. And that is considered unreasonable. And they said only if you are trapped. And I said. So if I'm backed into a corner with no doors and a guy in front of me, I can shoot him then. And, and, and what if he dies? Say, okay, that's the best part. You will now have an affirmative defense after we arrest you and charge you with a felony yeah. and you spend six months in prison. You can tell a judge you were trapped. Hopefully he believes you. And I was like, holy crap. Maryland's a little better. If you are outside your house watering your lawn and a guy comes up to you threatening you, you must run into your house. If the man then tries to break into your house... This is, what, this is the, what I am told by law enforcement. You can then defend yourself. So actually, to a much greater degree than New Jersey, uh, but West Virginia by far is, 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 is substantially better. West Virginia, you can be on any property, whether you're indoors or outdoors. And if you are threatened, you can defend yourself. You can't just shoot anybody. This is not true. Like someone walks in your property, you're like, aha, you know, he's coming right for me. But if you are threatened and you can justify the threat, Florida's even crazier and Texas too, stand your ground. Mm -hmm. You know, very little probable cause. You can be anywhere. Legally, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. West Virginia also, it, it, it is still very similar. If you're in West Virginia, you're a constitutional carrier. You're walking around. Someone threatens you and you have reasonable fear of, of great bodily harm or death. You can defend yourself. Dude, I was in Florida uh, last like three weeks ago for, for like three weeks. And I was I was feeling that the, the, the concealed carry thing. I was walking around like at night and looking at people. And I'm like, they all probably have guns. Just to see everyone's Except got a gun. Me. And they're all looking at me and thinking he's probably got a gun. And we all just have massive respect but for the, each other. That's it's called herd immunity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, it, if you are in a place where you can legally carry a gun, I mean, essentially you are kind of rolling the dice. Like that person may have a gun. Do I really want, is, is the fact that he bumped into me or looked at me wrong, is it worth making comment over? Because maybe it escalates to something very bad. And if you're carrying a gun, you definitely need you have to know that you can't just be like oh that guy's giving me a dirty look so i'm just gonna mean mug him all yeah. night long mm -hmm. because you're responsible for mm -hmm. de-escalating right. these you, are things that you have yeah, to understand have gun too. you know exactly what one thing that always bothered me growing up in chicago is that i had friends who would road rage and i'd mm -hmm. be like people who weren't from the south side who didn't get it i guess and they'd either come from different neighborhoods or from the suburbs we'd be driving on the highway someone would cut them off and they they'd, they'd switch the lanes, get, in the, get you know, speed up and start flicking them off and screaming at them. And I'm like, bro, do you know how many stories I can tell you about a dude getting shot in the face because he decided to road rage out for no reason? I'm not saying that, you know, you, you've got to, you got to back down. I'm saying, choose your battles. Mm -hmm. You ain't gaining nothing by screaming at a dude in the highway and swerving around. 
if someone cuts you off, choose your battles. Just it happens, man. Don't get out. Don't get bent out of shape. But dude, some people I knew would rage out. And there's so many stories where there's dudes with illegal guns. Now, I don't think they I actually don't think the guns should be illegal, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. People who have acquired guns in ways the state does not like, but you have a right to keep and bear arms. That being said, they 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 acquire these guns in illegal ways. And that means they do not have good intentions. And you can't defend yourself from them because you can't have a gun. Now, because of uh, DC versus Heller, you can have guns, but they still make it near impossible. And uh, only recently, I think there's still issues with Maryland. Maryland was um, was an in-practice, no-issue state, meaning even, even, even though they say you can't apply for a permit, they would never give you one. New York was similar. New Jersey was similar. Now with the latest, was it Bruin? I think the latest- Bruin. Supreme mm -hmm. Court here and they're like, you have to give permits mm -hmm. if people request one. Mm -hmm. So uh, now I think Maryland's still giving people the business, but New York has started issuing permits. So I, the the catalyst for me leaving Massachusetts and going to New Hampshire was the the, the last straw was when I went to the police officer and the police went through the whole rigor mole, asked for a license to carry, and the issuing officer just flat out said, we don't give them out in the town that I'm in. And I'm like, wow. what do you mean you don't give them out? And this is back in 2000. 10 or so. I want to jump to the story from bearingarms.com. Will SCOTUS intervene in Illinois assault weapons case? This is big yeah. news. This could, uh, look, let me just first start the segment by saying we're winning. I think more than half the country is already in some form constitutional carry, though Florida only allows concealed carry without a permit. You can't open carry, which is interesting. But I think more than half the country, something like what, 26 states, it's now constitutional carry, meaning if you live in the state, you get an ID, you can walk into a gun store, you can say, I'd like to purchase a gun, fill out the federal background check form. Once you clear, you can buy the gun. You don't need a permit from the state. However, they're trying to ban assault weapons. And as we learned in the documentary Infringed that uh, just came out, nobody even knows what that means. It has no universal definition. And anybody who knows anything about guns knows there is no such thing as an assault weapon. Somewhat similar to the What is the Woman documentary, we went around and we like mm -hmm. interviewed everyone. So what what is an assault weapon? And that is the right. conclusion we came to. Not a single and, and person you know, could it, define it. it. It it works to their advantage, right? Because yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, in, in, in Biden's State of the Union, you know, um, he was talking about uh, shooting that happened with a handgun. Yeah. And then, you know, at you know, at the end he goes, ban assault weapons now. Okay, but you just talked about a handgun. People right? don't it's a semi automatic yeah. semi yeah. handgun. People don't understand that and and thankfully for it, but the people that are anti-gun for a long time haven't haven't wanted to educate themselves about guns. And what's unfortunate and what they're starting to learn now is really what they're after is semi automatic. Yeah. Because that, that's obvious. what it's so obvious. so 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 first, I'm assuming ninety nine percent of people who watch the show know what semi automatic means. It means when you pull the trigger, a single bullet comes out. Yeah. You had that great clip in Infringed of Michael Bloomberg saying, semi-automato, they pull the trigger back and it just goes pop, 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 pop. Not true. Yeah. Let me read this from Bearing Arms. It's important. They say, today's Supreme Court arguments focused on the federal prohibition on firearms possession for those subject to a domestic violence restraining order. And in the months ahead, of the, ahead, the court will hear cases involving the ATF's administratively imposed ban on bump stocks, as well as a First Amendment case brought by the National Rifle Association against a New York a New York official that the group contends illegally pressured private companies not to work with the organization. They go on to say that uh, now two activists in the land of Lincoln are ready to try their luck at the Supreme Court once again, this time after the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals recently overturned an injunction and allowed the state's ban on so-called assault weapons and large capacity magazines to be enforced. In their decision, the three-judge panel concluded 
that AR-15s and other arms labeled, quote, assault weapons by Illinois lawmakers are not protected by the Second Amendment at all because (laughs) semi-automatic rifles are like machine guns, which the court declared are not protected weapons in the Heller decision. The actual phrasing was weapons that are most useful in military service, M16 rifles and the like. But the Supreme Court has also said that arms that are in common use for lawful purposes are protected. This could be big. This could mean that we finally end Mm -hmm. this stupid fake assault weapon argument. There is no such thing as an assault weapon. Now, by all means, if they wanted to draft a simple statement as to what an assault weapon was, let's hear it. The issue, assault weapon is a nebulous term intentionally used to scare people to try and gain control. Exactly. And you saw this with like the Cody Wilson interview, uh, Ghost Gunner, right, where he talks about how the ATF are constantly playing this cat and mouse game with him with just the definition of a a gun, a rifle in general. He's like, in order to restrict and control us, they want to make the polymer 80 like that has to be a gun the primordial form, then he creates just a block, the 0% receiver, right? Now the ATF is going to have to designate that a gun (laughs) in order to track that down. And they will. They will keep changing the definition because they want to be able to control it at all costs um, possible. 0% receiver. (laughs) Okay, so it's a metal block. It's just just a rectangle of metal. And a CNC machine, which basically cuts metal, can cut it into a receiver. Yeah, it's a desktop CNC machine that they make at Ghost Gunner that you can buy. And then they, you know, if 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 you want to if you want to manufacture if you want a, a, if you're a, interested if, if you want to manufacture a, a lower receiver with it, they will send you the aluminum block in the mail, mm-hmm. and you just put it's it called, into the CNC. So and that's the, the story here is that, that, that uh, companies used to sell what's called an eighty percent, which is not a complete gun, but it's components of. And the ATF said no, no, because yeah. people can make a gun with it. It's a gun mm-hmm. officially. So Ghost Gunner just sells blocks. And then the the issue here is it's actually First Amendment that 3D printed guns are just knowledge, the knowledge yeah. or the file, the document that can make the weapon. Yeah, information. The, the issue is that uh, 3D printing and at, at home CNC, cutting metal and stuff, it's it's cheap and ubiquitous. So this is the, one of the big challenges that 3D printed guns, the cat's out of the bag, man. Yeah, yep. exactly. Can't stop the signal. It's gonna be crazy when they start like registering USB drives as guns. And <laughs> I, I will say- Unironically. Yeah, unironically, exactly. Everybody should uh, definitely be get safety training. You know, don't take this stuff lightly. I just read a crazy story where some guy in Brazil was, goof, was, was, was goofing off like a moron and his girlfriend was filming him laughing and he pointed a gun at her and now she is no longer alive. No. Guns, see, this is the thing. I feel like when Alec Baldwin killed that woman. Uh, Helena with, Hutchins. Helena Hutchins with a gun. The left defended him saying it's not his fault. And I'm like, the craziest thing in the world to me is that the gun control people are saying a dude who pointed a loaded weapon at a woman and killed her had live ammo in his belt. It's not his fault. And all of the gun control people are like, you are responsible for whatever comes out of the barrel of a gun you are holding. It's I'm like, how are the gun control people excusing this guy? There, there are four rules and that's it. At the end of the day, there are four rules. Keep your finger straight off the trigger. Never point a gun at anything that you don't that you wouldn't destroy. Treat every gun as if it's loaded and know your target and what's behind it at all times. If you follow those rules, no one dies, period. Well, well. Sometimes. Well, I mean, if you find, no one dies by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the point is, those are basic rules that you're taught immediately all the time to dramatically minimize stupidity, which results in people getting seriously hurt. 
However, but let, let's just be real. You need to understand and respect firearms because misfires happen. Like instructors sometimes have issues. Uh, there's a lot of things that can but go no wrong. But one, no one hates bad gun users more than other gun users mm -hmm. because they ruin it right. for everyone. No, no one will be more outspoken against the Alec Baldwins of the world right. than, you know, the, <laughs> the just, donut operators and the Brandon Herreras who want you to use your guns properly. Just I'm, put a picture on, uh, up of you holding a gun with poor trigger discipline oh, with your oh, finger yeah. on and, and you're going to hear about it Absolutely. forever. Forever. Forever, exactly. When I was in, uh, down. Correct, one of, we'll hear about When it. I was in Egypt, uh, we had to go to the state media building to get press cards so that you wouldn't get arrested for being there. To walk into the state building, they have armed guards standing on both sides of the of the walled entrance. And these people do not have what is referred to as muzzle discipline. They're holding all their weapons like this. And so you so I limboed. I'm just like, bro, that 18 year old Egyptian dude holding an AK straight up at head level. I would rather limbo and have them laugh than <laughs> like walk past that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got the internet. I seen what happens. Most people just didn't care and they walked past him. And I'm just like, I'm going to go like this and loop my head around because. Right. Uh, but you have awareness serious. around firearms. Yeah. Like you are watching, you understand. And that's, even if someone doesn't want to own a firearm, having an understanding of how they work is a pretty damn critical skill. It's humbling. <laughs> it's humbling. Yeah. Absolutely. Too, you see all these clips like, you know. They'll, uh... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, they will pull the trigger and the shot doesn't go off. And then they're like, oh, what's wrong? And then they look down the barrel. Oh, oh man. Uh, Don't do that. <laughs> no, weapons. No, I, I, I want to stress the Alec Baldwin thing. They're saying they, might, they're, they, they may bring charges again. But let, just understand this. When these liberal people want to defend Alec Baldwin simply because he's a liberal, that listen just understand this this is what we try to call out the dude had reportedly live bullets in his gun belt on his person he had a he had a single there was a single action revolver yeah. so you got to pull the hammer back and then you got to pull the trigger he lied about pulling the trigger there was a, a, a friend's conclusion that the trigger had to have been depressed the only way the, it would have fired there was a live round in the chamber i say outright if you are handed a gun and it can fire bullets, you are responsible for what comes out of the end of it. Even if it's a blank. Yeah. Exactly. Well, blanks blanks kill people. Right. And they don't, they don't understand this. And the argument Alec Baldwin said was, if I were to have opened it to check, they would have rushed over and taken it from me for tampering with it. That and makes I'm like, no sense. Hollywood is broken if they are handing random people weapons that those people have not checked. That's, do, do, don't follow those policies. That, that gets people mm -hmm. hurt, and we saw it with Alec Baldwin. There are, I, I did a few videos on this, and there are um, rules within like the Actors Guild and uh, set workers, and you can go and read them, and they're pretty standardized. Most people know them. And it says both the uh, weapons handler and the actor is supposed to check. So I don't know if, if he said that. That's insane, because that's a pretty standard. You can talk to any weapons expert right. in Hollywood, and they but, all will affirm like, but like live, both people live bullets are supposed on to check. set that, that is never okay yeah that blows my mind like, like, I, how I, does that happen right? i can't even imagine they were, how that happened they claim that people were goofing off and 
shooting, yeah. oh, shooting cans, cans. Yeah. Hours. and shooting cans with the guns you are going to be using on set. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, it is, it is, absolutely. it is insane to me. You get all these liberals being like, it's not his mm -hmm. fault. He's just an actor, and I'm but again, just it's, like, it's that mentality, what? right? It's not hypocrisy. It's it's hierarchy. Exactly. What are Hollywood people doing shooting cans on their spare time anyway? Yeah, like, he was a producer <laughs> on that film, letting that happen. To I want to I want to jump to this story and uh, get back into the more uh, partisan politics here. This is from the Post Millennial. Breaking home of suspect in the killing of an elderly Jewish man at pro-Palestinian protest has been searched by police. For those that didn't see the story, an elderly Jewish man was, uh, I believe the reporting is he was struck in the head by a pro-Palestinian activist, fell down, hit his head and died. Get this. Well, first, the, the breaking news on the story is that they're searching for this, uh, they're searching this guy's house. Take a look at this tweet from End Wokeness. An old Jewish man was murdered by a pro-Palestine activist. The medical examiner already ruled it a homicide. This is the media coverage. CNN, man in California dies after suffering head injury at pro-Israel, pro-Palestinian demonstrations. Here's one. Jewish man dies after hitting head in altercation. Here's one. Jewish man dies after altercation. And here's another one. Jewish man dies from injury suffered in rally, in Israel-Palestine rally. Incredible. There was, uh, uh, I think it was the Daily Mail, I tweeted this out, said, uh, uh, elderly Jewish man dies after falling and hitting head. It's just absolutely incredible. So I, I went through all these stories. I want to point out something else. If you go to the Anti-Defamation League's extremism mm -hmm. map, the Nashville shooter is not even listed. So they all claim in the media that the right is a big threat. Oh, the right wing, the right wing, the right wing, a completely disorganized group of mm -hmm. disparate ideologies, some that don't even agree with each other. That's the big threat. It's just random lone wolves when there is something they call right wing. And when you get the far left extremism, they don't even put it on the map. Right. They don't track it and the cops don't go after it. They go after it in a certain sense, but they don't call it terror. They'll call it just, you know, an unfortunate mm -hmm. tragedy or, or something. I don't know how to explain how it feels being banned from a country for hatred uh, or what is it, racism, because I called out Islam uh, not liking gay people very much, had a pride parade, and then to see the same streets filled with people like calling for death. Another... Are, are you you're, are you still banned from the UK? As far as I know, yeah. And it, you, 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 you did like this pop-up pointing out that Islam is anti-LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. So they said, get out and don't come back. Get out and don't come back. And then you have a bunch of people that have immigrated there. You know, uh, not everyone, obviously. There are supporters of Palestine that aren't ch chanting these things, of course. But there were people chanting, like, you know, death to death to the, I don't know if I can LGBT say it on, yeah. and stuff. Like, all, all, and, more, more. And other groups. I, I don't know what I can say on YouTube these days. Well, we but, just, um, yeah, you know, it's saying these things. And then uh, none of them are, they're not even, like, citizens. They're not being deported. And... Well, did you see when the guys were flying the English flag, the cops were mm -hmm. like, you got to put that flag away. It's inciting people. And then a couple of guys were flying the Union Jack, which is the flag of Great Britain, not just England. Mm -hmm. And they said, look, mate, there's more of them than us. Put the flag away. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, that's it. When you can't fly the flag of your own country in your country because people who are not from your country are threatening violence against you. That's that's a crazy prospect. I think what we're seeing now with this guy being killed and the bias. Look. How many how many Jewish or right wing protesters went to far left events and killed Antifa guys? It's 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 not happened. What we see consistently is the far left engaging in acts of violence and then they get excused by the media. The media acts like nothing happened and no one was there. And then they say, oh, look, because there's mm. no reporting on this, that proves the rights of the bigger threat. Steve Scalise, I believe, currently has a colostomy bag because he right. was shot wow. by a far left. far left Bernie bro. Uh, 
supporter at at the congressional um, mm-hmm. baseball, baseball game. game yeah. Yeah. Rand Paul was at that same very mm-hmm. baseball game. He had to hit the deck for cover. Rand Paul's been attacked at his home. He was attacked walking uh, in D.C. one time. Right. He was attacked at his home. There's the guy that you were talking about today, uh, Jay in, uh, Eric in Danielson. Yeah, Eric Danielson mm-hmm. in. Eric. Uh, Aaron Danielson. Oh, Aaron Danielson. Okay, yeah. I think it was Portland that that happened. Yep. Or, yeah. So and he I, was I, shot. You, you guys want to know something really, really, really funny? When you look up the killing of Aaron Danielson on the ADL's website, yeah. it says Michael Reinel, an Antifa activist, yeah. shot and killed a right wing extremist. <sighs> there's no reason to believe he was an extremist at all. He was just some dude what? walking on the street. And then there's all. Angering. More to, to the point, there's also the, the kid that was killed by the uh, driver specifically mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. said that he was after him because he was a, a Trump supporter. And I'm sure that that is not oh, treated and, as a political uh, murder because they try to talk it right. down and, now. And, and in the 2016 election, we saw so many instances of violence against Trump supporters. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was it was just ubiquitous, but it, was, it wasn't covered in the media. And I, uh, Mike Cernovich went to the White House, uh, you know, at, at, uh, in, in the press be- briefing room. And, uh, you know, he just called it out. And uh, they were laughing at him. Yeah. Hmm. Adam, that, that was a response, right? But like, you know, we were saying this stuff back then already. Look where it is now. Yeah. Here, 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 let me, let me, let me pull yeah, this up. This is from the ADL's website. It says, August 29, 2020, left wing, Michael Reinel, an Antifa activist, shot to death a member of a right of right wing extremist group during a protest in Portland. Unbelievable. That's just, it's factually false. So it was yeah. a guy walking down the street. There was no event. The event was over. And Michael Reinel, who has a communist, an extremist tattoo on his neck, Walked up to him and shot him twice in the chest. Mm. Yeah, that's in your dot crossfire, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and the way it's framed, it's like, well, this is an anti-fascist person doing anti-fascist things, right? Th- th- that's Activism. How it, yeah. No, this was an extremist who sought out a person on the right to kill. But when they, when they continually lie, cheat and steal and obfuscate these things. Now, look, I'm not saying... You know, that the right is more or less. We had this conversation with Stephen Marsh on the culture war. He says there's more seditionists on the right. I think that's actually factually incorrect. I don't know what he means by the right. And he couldn't define it either. And he said it wasn't helpful. And I agree with him. He was, it was funny because he was criticizing me for saying the left and the right. And I was like, well, what do you say then? Because then he said, he, he goes, look, you keep saying like the left and the right. I'm like, what does that even mean? Now, when you talk to the right, when they say these things, I was like, mm-hmm, right there. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it really mean? We don't know. But I can tell you that what we see in the press always ignores let me tell you the summer of love riots was a mass death incident how yeah. many how many deaths qualify for a mass death incident more than three it, it's four i think four? Right? Something yeah like that. 30 30 deaths in the summer of love riots so what's the issue they have to happen all within like 20 minutes of, of each other or something. well it has happened. to be white people responsible then well, it has to be a right mass so death. so my point <laughs> is this the riots were one thing fueled by one thing led by people of a shared ideology, which resulted in the death of between 24 and 36 people. That's a mass death, mass death incident facilitated by the left. And the issue is exactly as, 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 as I describe it. It is this widespread terror and blunt force violence. And when it reaches that level, people die. Now, by all means, be worried and upset that there are you know, uh, right-wing militias or whatever, whatever it is you're concerned about, if someone actually is committing violence or threatening to do so, we should stop them. What do we get? We get the weird fake kidnapping plot, and then we get nothing from Chaz Chop. You yeah. think the ADL is reporting on the fact that two guys unloaded hundreds of rounds from a rifle into a white mm-hmm. SUV? They don't do anything mm-hmm. about I think it. you're right. We need to be on guard against 
far right extremism as well. Because I think Chase Geyser was saying like, if the, if the pendulum were to swing, he feels I think he identified himself. He's on the show last night as right wing or whatever part of the conservative movement or whatever. That if the power were to come back, we need to ma have a cool head, like maintain. You don't want people to go nuts on in any direction from any. And like it's just we got to make sure that we don't radicalize people and that we're on guard against radicalization. It I, really doesn't matter what direction. I don't. I forget where I read this, but I someone was talking about violence and he's and they said the people on the left treat violence like a knob that you can turn up and down, and mm -hmm. they'll turn it up and they'll turn it down depending on the politics of the day. Yes, people on the right treat. Po treat violence like an on-off switch. Right. You're voting. You're voting. Now it's gunfight time, and that's the that's the that really does speak to the character of people on the right and the left. The people on the right really do want to work within the system, and they want to they want to they want to believe in the system because they're not nihilists the way that people mm -hmm. on the left are. A lot of times, people on the right, if they're not. In, in organized religion, they have some kind of connection to spirituality and stuff, and so they believe in right and wrong. People on the left don't generally believe in right and wrong, and and we had um, I forget what his name when we on the the the, the, the culture war that, the culture war on Friday. Stephen, uh, Marsh. Stephen, Marsh. Stephen Marsh. So yeah. he was talking about he mentioned morality uh, is meaningless. Yeah, morality is meaningless, and so for him, it's 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 clearly something that is is not black and white. Whereas people on the right tend to be like, it's not time for violence. It's not time for violence. Kill everyone in the room. Look, yeah. Steve, you know? Stephen Stephen Marsh. I think he's a good dude in the sense that he's he's willing to come and have a conversation. But I think he's a bad dude, with all due respect. Because he said he believes children should have access to these adult material books. Oh, I wish I was there. And with you he guys doesn't care. For he that doesn't care. He says morality means nothing to me. And I and I said that's that's the problem right mm -hmm. there. You have moral people who decide, for logical reasons, some things are off limits. Why? Well, the people who are exposed to twisted content and and twisted practices end up becoming very very unhappy. We're mm -hmm. trying to reduce self harm reduce depression, maximize productivity and happiness. And this is very well recorded. Like you can look right. at uh, if porn is exposed to boys at very young ages, they tend to go for more and more extreme things as they age to the point where they have normalized like violence against the other gender because that's the only thing that can get them off now. And this is very well studied. Anyone can look it up. And yeah, it's, it's totally has to do with particularly with exposure at young ages where you don't really have that decision-making skill prefrontal cortex totally developed yet that's actually when we were talking about the news media trying to protect like the the, the guy who punched the dude that died and it's like i can see that i think that their idea is i don't want to expose society to the fact that it was a, a palestinian guy or, or a guy that was pro-palestine punching guy that was pro israel because they don't want to like twist the minds of the people but i i I think that's it's cover because if you I, I've talked about this guy Herbert Marcuse before on the mm -hmm. on the podcast he wrote a paper the in one the dimensional 60s. man he wrote the yeah. book called one dimensional man but he wrote a, a paper an essay called that I believe he called it on tolerance but it was essentially it was called repressive tolerance and the argument that he made in it was if it is left wing it is acceptable to be violent and that it is okay because you're doing it for a good reason. That's the long and short of it. It's ridiculous right. and it's mm -hmm. childlike, but it's also the type of mindset that you see coming from the left. Mm -hmm. You see it in the media when they they don't talk about things that the left does, or they or they talk them down, or it's not that big of a deal. And yet, if the right, the, and one of the things that he said is, you should censor people on the right at the level of thought. 
if you can control people's thoughts, mm -hmm. then they will not carry out violence. And it, like I said, it's called the the uh, the the paper's called um, on toleration on uh, right. yeah, repressive tolerance. It's worth a read. It's not very long, but it it really does lay out the type of logic that leftists tend to be to be using when they apply to everything and and you see it in society now it's amazing how they can create life or death situations out of everything you know you say it's a knob but like the uh, i'll notice with leftists they'll be like you're trying to kill trans children and that'll be like what they're saying in their rallies and this is why we have to have these extreme responses and i'm like holy if you spent like one second in the body of like just a 19 year old white kid in university experiencing their life you would become a nazi overnight you'd be like the oppression i am facing it's like nothing it's not comparable you have the corporations the banks the government, the media, all these people on your side, and you still think it's a life or death oppression situation? Well, you, Imagine having none of that. <laughs> in, in, uh, in the documentary Infringed, we're going to keep plugging it because we want you to watch it. You talk to a guy in Berkeley, you're going around yeah. asking people at Berkeley, do they want to ban guns? And then you finally funny. meet one guy who's like, no. And then he says he's a gay Republican. <laughs> and then you're like, do you feel safe? And he's like, well, you know, yeah, kind of not really. Yeah. I got some questions about Infringed. Maybe you guys can answer them for me uh, since you did it. How many guns did you fire over the course of the shooting? Uh, that's a funny word, shooting. Isn't that a weird metaphor? <laughs> Filming. Shooting the movie. How many guns did we shoot in, while shooting? With your round count. <laughs> I, I can't count. The most guns would have been uh, yeah, we, at we the uh, in astronaut yeah, cum ranch. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, what? The cum ranch. <laughs> what? What? Sounds intriguing. <laughs> Tell me more. That's one hell of a tangent, Lauren. <laughs> Um, I guess the shooting range that Brandon and Cody go and shoot at was actually like a NASA training facility or something, and they yeah, had it's not it's not at the range. It's like it's close by. They've got like a yeah. I don't know if this is supposed I, to be I, secret. I is it supposed to be secret? To I don't know. This. I'm but so I, sorry if I no, <laughs> no, you know no I, I did publish a bit did? of that. Okay. Yeah, they said this is Brandon Herrera Anyways, and Cody Wilson. They assume that the astronauts uh, were up to no good while they were there, so they call it that. Uh, oh, that's funny. I see. So how yeah. many oh total weapons do you think you you sampled Don't over take the a course black light of the, in there? <laughs> <laughs> of course, or do I mean let's talk about it. Let's get, well, let's get, let's, we'll say that one for the numbers crazy. only. Oh, I'd say, uh, at least a couple dozen, maybe more, 30, 40. Are they? Oh, no, I wasn't that. Well, I was shooting in Canada as well, and then we were shooting right. with Stan um, and. Uh, Oh, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. It's yeah, probably like so a couple we, dozen. Yeah, we shot like maybe four or five in, in Virginia, and then at the at the ranch in San Antonio, like maybe ten. Really, yeah. I'm hyping things up in my head. Woman well, moment. Thing Sorry. is, they were high caliber guns as well. <laughs> it was very well, exciting. Like, it, uh, there was an anti aircraft weapon that we fired, which was anti like really was that is that fifty bmg? I think it's uh, there's only it like eight cal, of yeah. them in existence. They're to shoot right. helicopters, but you can hold them standing. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was really uh, fun. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what, what, what was that. I think uh, uh, Brandon had it. It was uh, yeah. shoulder. I, I don't yeah, know yeah. about guns. There's bull, like a bullpup 50 BMG that he had mounted on his shoulder and was firing. Yeah, yeah. We both got to shoot that. That was like really yeah. crazy. And also Hitler's buzzsaw. Hitler's buzzsaw. What's yeah. that? MG42. MG42. But it was it, very yeah. popular amongst <laughs> the Germans. Was, yeah, I know. Oh. And I just, then uh, it like gave me this really bad rash on my arm. <laughs> there was a funny Hitler's name. hickey. Hitler's hickey is what <laughs> we called it. So that was the MG42? The hickey? You guys called it the hickey? Uh, no, Hitler's yeah, that's hickey. the MG42. So they, yeah. why do they call it the Hitler's buzz? Is that because the dude's in... Super in, fast. So it, it's the same gun that, that the Nazis used in World War II. Uh, it was just a different round back then. So now it's it, it's been changed to a NATO round. 
Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's the same gun otherwise. This is whenever I mean, the... it's super rapid fire. Yeah, it's the same. Like in Band of Brothers, the where they're like attacking yeah. machine gun nests. Like that's the gun. The MG yeah. is yeah, the one. Yeah. It's like a massage. Your whole body is like shaking. It's so bizarre. It's I will just say real quick. You can watch the full documentary on TimCast.com. We hope you do for several reasons. We want to do more. And if we can, at the very least, break even, we have the money then to do another one. But we're also putting a ridiculous amount of money in marketing. So just understand this. Even if you don't want to watch a documentary, just as long as you know. We got an ad up on Twitter. I put up, I put up a clip, a trailer for it. I put $50,000 behind it. It's not just about getting people to watch a documentary making getting new memberships making more documentaries the ads themselves are activism if we can make a lot of money off this documentary and then put out advertisements that effectively advocate for gun rights and normalize gun safety and gun culture we are winning the culture war so we want to do more of this we got a whole bunch more plans so definitely check out the documentary and become a member don't miss it but i'm gonna hard segue now to talk about politics here and then we can talk a bit more about that when we go to the members only show we got the story i love it we got good news on the horizon, my friends. When you see a headline like this, Black Lives Matter leader endorses Trump for 2024 election. Says the Democratic Party is a racist party that strikes at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. So this is a guy who helped found a Rhode Island, the Rhode Island BLM chapter, who is now advocating for the rights of J6 protesters and says Trump is the best candidate we have. Donald Trump is also leading Joe Biden in five of six swing states. So as of right now, it's looked like it's looking like Donald Trump's going to win. From my polling of my friends, which is not that many people, but they're kind of normie. It's like Biden's old, man. That's what even the mm-hmm. people that voted for him are like, this guy's just too old. Well, he sucks old. too. Yeah, but they don't want old. <laughs> he didn't want old people. They don't want old people, which is also like his same argument for Trump. Like he's too old. We need new blood. We, we do. Young men. Have you seen the comparison of I've, I've ranted about this multiple times on this show, but how old the politicians are now compared to the normalcy like before how the about millennial the founding era? Do we want millennial and Gen Z politicians though? I mean, I want you know, some I look, like, It's uh, all boomers. The they have no ties to the current struggles no, young totally people are going that. through. It's insane. I, I, I <laughs> totally get that, but I mean, just you know, just incompetence levels, right? Yeah, Vivek's thirty-eight. He's a millennial. I'll yeah. take well, perhaps no, part good. of the like incompetence that like has come from millennials and Zoomers is that none of the individuals older than them are retiring and giving them no, the power. No, 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 I totally they agree. I think it is the, the childification of humanity right. that uh, people are staying as permanent children. So when I see these videos where it's like, ah, adulting, it's so hard. It's like if you if you are someone who constantly looks to the older generation as if they're in charge instead of looking to yourself as someone who needs to take charge, you will get this phenomenon. You know who's more terrifying to me than uh, someone who wants to perpetually be a child? And there is something terrifying about that, is someone who never wants to retire. If you never want to retire and you want to hold on to power forever, there is something deeply... But you can can primary these people. The problem is they're running effectively unopposed. And young people aren't trying. Because what, what, what I see happening is that... They, they aren't even given the shot. They aren't given it's, the it's, resources. You know, it's not about sir. being given a shot. You have to just do it. The thing right? is, my, my point is every generation sucks right now, except maybe Gen X, but they just don't, they yeah, just but don't care. Don't every care. generation sucks, but uh, boomers had like, what, 20% of the wealth at, all, at the age of Zoomers and yeah, millennials, no, and I we've totally got agree. like, what, 4%? I, I totally agree. Like, They've got 186% worse purchasing power. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, to- I totally agree, and, and the boomers have a, a lot of blame to shoulder for this, but I mean, it, it doesn't change the fact that 
you know, the millennials are not really capable of governing it's, it's, as a generation. I you don't. I mean, like you, you have your you have your exceptions. Like you know, I think you're selling millennials short. I don't blame boomers for having wealth. I blame boomers for not educating younger generations. No. Oh, yeah. This no, is this of, is nonsense. It's all lies. I disagree <laughs> with everyone here. If only millennials voted in Canada, we would have a conservative majority government. Boomers true? are more likely to vote for liberals okay. than so millennials in Canada. There is so much propaganda going but against the, the younger States. generation from yeah. boomers that want to hold on to power. And there are good boomers. I love you guys. Don't don't worry. But there's a lot of bad ones that have but, a lot but, of power. Right. So I'm talking about the United States. Right. I'd have to look at the data here. Obviously, I'm Canadian, but there's a lot of propaganda against the millennials are looking at boomers as if they're always in charge instead of for whatever reason, like in my life, I've had disdain for everyone older than me all the time. Just like it didn't matter who you were teacher. You're awful. You're stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm 12 and I'm smarter than you, even though I know I'm really not. I don't care. You're dumb. I'm smart. You don't get it. So I get older. I'm like, I've got to I've got look, they're, they're doing it wrong. I can't sense. I'm going to go do it. But millennials tend to be like, well, they're the one who's the senator. They're the one in charge. I can't do it. It's not that no millennial is doing it. It's that millennials in general have this tendency towards assuming the older generation are the ones who are supposed to do it, right. not them. And I'm, I'm talking in general, like you always have your exceptions, right? I, I, but talking about Yeah, I do think there is a kind of sense of giving up amongst young generations they're like the economy is so bad the world is I'm not saying giving spiral. up and they they just kind of yeah they've given it okay you guys can do the no, no, no I'm saying like when you're when you're a child you ask your parents for permission millennials mm. still have that mentality that mm. they need to ask the boomers for permission I, I'm like as soon as you turn 18 you're in charge right. and you look the boomer in the eye and say shut your mouth I'm the boss now right. start mopping yeah but the they have all of the money they have all of the financial most of them Le boom so listen with all due respect to boomers, one of the biggest tropes was that the boomers didn't understand computers and they would hire these young people to come in and pay them a certain, a certain amount of money to fix computers. The money is available to those who seek to to exploit an open marketplace. But millennials are permanent children. Instead of, instead of, of seeking to take over, it's start true. companies, too many millennials are like, tell me what to do, daddy. Well, you know what? Ah, boomers were different in Canada. boomers were helicopter parents. Can't you? I'm just right? gonna say, can't you blame that on on, the on boomers. boomers as well? That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Boomers did awesome stuff, and I actually think boomers are great. I think boomers are more based than the millennial generation. But it is the boomers who helped create millennials oh, for sure. Yeah, and, a, and created the culture exactly the and, and yeah. generated the next generation. Right. Gen X is actually probably the best. And they often, the, the reason why Gen X gets overlooked in all the arguments is because they're doing fine. X had a great Everyone, opportunity. Everyone's like, everyone forgets about Gen X. We're here to talk about well, boomers and millennials. Man. No, it's because kids, Gen so X is doing yeah. all right. X was around before the internet and like teenagers when it got created. So they saw what it was like before this mass manipulation took over. And they know that it can be like that. The boomers never really understood the internet and people that were born with the internet as a normality don't understand that you can live without this manipulation and you can use it to your advantage. So, well, well, hold on. Look, millennials mostly did not get born into the Internet. So I had the Internet since I was as long as I can remember, like yes. my, my family, had the Internet in the 80s. So we had CompuServe, we had DOS shell, all that stuff, Windows 3.1 and even before that, whatever. And so I grew up quite literally the Internet was all, always there. Most of my friends did not get the Internet until they were teenagers. Hmm. Gen Z, however, I think is actually much more based than millennials, though Gen Z has its issues for sure. We can highlight all the weird woke Gen Z. Gen Z actually, according to Pew, I think it was 2018, slightly more conservative mm -hmm. in a few right. areas. So they're comparable to millennials, but a little bit more based. And I think it may be because many of these people growing up with the internet 
always more so have a view maybe that you and I do that it's a propaganda garbage fake reality screw them I think one of the things is really important was kind of what you guys were saying is that it, the generalizations aren't fair because there are some brilliant, magnificent leaders within every generation. And for a kid right now or a human that was born in like 1990 to hear us say people in your generation are lazy, they're going to be like, I'm lazy because they listen to us and they believe right. what we say. Yeah, and there's no, some great leaders. Yeah, but hold on. It's, be smart. We're not saying literally everyone. Right. We're saying there is a tendency among certain generations to have a higher proportion of certain types. And we got to figure if, out I, why. I, if you're listening to this, you can be better. Be better. We need <laughs> you no, to be better. <laughs> there, there, be better, but we also need to be aware of what the time is like. Tim, is an, you're an anomaly. You're very successful, very talented on your own, but most people need support systems that are really strong. Like I'm talking like whole families, like Italian Sopranos style, like we've got our own law going on here. Um, and that has existed for most of human history that people have had these clubs. They've literally lived on the same properties with all of their extended families. And it was really the boomer generation that kind of started this idea of get out. the nuclear family. Get out of this house. I'm kicking you out. You're making it on your own. And of course, mm -hmm. people are floundering. This is mm -hmm. actually a phenomenon in human history that people are being kicked out of their houses at 18 and not kind yep. of handed mm -hmm. a job sure. from the dad, from the grandfather that they've been doing for ages and ages. It's given in that direction. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're a bit confused and asking for direction should not be a surprise it, at this, all. This is a good point. It used to be, and it still, it still is a, uh, in a lot of ways. I went to a maple farm. We went to Pittsburgh two weeks ago. On the way back, we stopped at this eight, eighth generation maple farm. Mm -hmm. We go inside. There's like, when you go to the front door, the door is just open. There's a sign saying, if you want to buy something, give us a call. And I'm like, man, like in the country, right? The store is open with no one inside it. Just call us if you want to buy something. They're very trusting. Old guy comes in, plays a video about how they make maple syrup, showing like old photos from like the 17, eight, or I'm sorry, not 17, 1800s when they were like making maple syrup. And he talks about how they had this farm going way back. He got it from his dad, who got it from mm -hmm. his dad, who's got it from his dad. He brought his daughters in. His daughters are taking over now. And that's how it used to be. And then industrialization happens. You don't own anything anymore. And so when your kid gets older, you say, go find a job somewhere else. Instead of the dad being like, right. son, when you're old enough, you're gonna, this, this, this blacksmith's mm -hmm. forge will be yours. There is an incredible rant on this in the second episode of Fear and Loathing in the New Jerusalem by Martyr Maid. I don't know if any of you guys have listened yep. to the podcast, but it's very good. And he talks about how if you ask a man at a random farm in the middle of nowhere in the Middle East who he is, he's... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Gonna be able to tell you, he knows exactly who he is. He knows who his family has been for thousands of years. Yeah. He knows what his identity right. is, what his job is. You are gonna have a tough time manipulating that. That man into absurd ideologies whereas if you ask someone a modern suburbanite in the city who they are what did he say he said they don't need existentialist philosophers there they, yeah. they don't need mm -hmm. these people asking who are we because mm -hmm. they know we need those people here because we are such a diaspora we are so spread out we are kicked out of our houses we don't know who our families are we don't know our history we don't have these lineages of jobs and we're very easily controllable because of that and very easily confused because of that you get offered a sense of identity in the realm of a new radical ideology every single day on twitter instagram youtube 
you're going to be desperate for that because there is nothing you are latched onto in this world when you are kicked away from your family and the closest people you have are nuclear and there's nothing outside of that even. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big problem. It's a huge issue. I noticed, uh, go for it. Well, I just just want to say that that one of the things that that you're seeing nowadays, or I think you're seeing nowadays, is the, the fact that human societies don't get to have the option of not having religion. So if your society has culture and religion that's built into it, then it's going to have, you know, it's going to have certain things that it does and, and everyone kind of knows their knows how to be in the world, right? If you don't have that, if you don't have religion, if if that's taken away or you're you just abandon it, then you end up having society replace a religion that has foundations that works oftentimes with statism. And that's what you saw. That's what Nietzsche was talking about when he said, you know, God is dead. That's what you saw in the the Nazi in Nazi Germany. That's what you saw in, mm-hmm. in communist right. Russia and China. And it's because religion has evolved with human beings. And I don't think that human beings on a societal level get the option of not having it. If you don't have a traditional religion, your society will replace it right. with something. And you see the bad things that happen when you go when you try to replace what has worked for your for societies throughout history, when you see it replaced with new things and and attempts at new things. Nietzsche said when Nietzsche said God is dead, he wasn't saying that this is a good thing. Yes. Right. He didn't know what was going to happen. He didn't know how people were going to going to replace it and right. he predicted the horrors of communism he and nazism he, yeah, he, he knew that it was coming and we have killed him yes and it, now we're going to go downhill yeah right. one of the things that liberals for liberals and i talk about progressives when i say liberals i talk about progressives one of the things that they mm-hmm. they tend to do frequently is talk about oh it's good that nietzsche you know it's good that god is dead and, and they and it's we need to evolve beyond religion but the evolution is the wrong word first of all because you don't evolve unless there's outside forces working on you you yeah, don't ju- it's like well, human beings don't just change because it's, it's self-directed evo- uh, self-directed evolution now. fair enough so yeah but it's it, but transhumanism it, and all this stuff it's shown yeah. that it doesn't work though it doesn't work for right. human no, societies it's a disaster. Yeah. It, end, it ends up it ends in piles and piles and piles exactly. of bodies yeah all yes. the time. i was thinking Absolutely. when someone is going to develop their sense of self uh, uh i can only t- i can tell you what to believe but you're going to need to tell me what you believe and that's what i've noticed about like indoctrination is like you can tell people you can people can go online and be told like this is what i'm supposed to be this is what i'm but until they have an opportunity to express themselves it's going to be challenging to develop themselves and this is why i like things like x spaces or opportunities where you throw up a video chat or an audio chat and people come in and get the mic and then they express what they believe and it's like you're allowing people to develop themselves and right. we need more self i mean that's what a good parent will allow the kid to tell you what they are i think if you're constantly telling your kid what they're gonna be what they are it's like the brain can handle it mm-hmm. but they need you need the entire core system to experience you know the vibration mm-hmm. of, of explaining what i am uh, well, so it, more people it, it, yeah it's the most basic act uh, most basic act of creation is to speak right yeah. It's, it's like it's like the it's like the story in Genesis, right? God spoke the worlds into existence. And you know, we're made in the image of God, so we have that same that same kind of power, you know what I mean? I I believe that's what that's what sets us apart. And uh so, you know, um when it comes to things like censorship, it is an attack on that divine image that you have because you're not expressing yourself. Hmm. 
That's it, man. The word, it's cymatic. There's like the literally the vibration. I'm into metamaterials for this, like etching shape into your your core, your DNA and things with your voice, with the vibe. It's so important. So yeah. I encourage everybody yeah. out there to create spaces to let other people come express themselves in your presence. You better you better drink that. I think Tim's going to kill me. That $5,000 cognac I've is figured leaking out. through your paper <laughs> How cup. much did you put in there? It no, ate it's, its way through. The cognac is so strong, it's eaten its way through the oh, cup wow. and it's stripping. Does it taste like paper? Yeah, I'm okay, getting is, this is nice paper should, flavor. So, Tim has been looking at me like, like literally. I've never seen someone so angry in a stare. <laughs> like <laughs> not it's for the memes. Daggers for eyes. <laughs> I would have just said, no, Lauren, don't. There's if I really, there are, Lauren, there are did, glass did, cups over there. Or maybe judgment. She's doing it on purpose <laughs> because she got a bunch of people being like, no, when she was drinking Pappy, this expensive, yeah. what is it? It's based bourbon, I think, right? Mm -hmm. You know what? I actually like this. It's, she, she, uh, this yeah, is the she's, first she's, really strong drink that I've been like, I actually don't mind You should that. just hold it up like this and let it drip into your mouth. <laughs> it, think of it as a filter. It's a coffee filter, yeah. my cognac filter. Yeah, it's just dripping right out the corner there. I imagine there would, there would be whiskey purists that would have a coronary if they saw that. Well, they did. That, that's what happened. How am I supposed to drink this? She didn't, it's supposed to be like an ounce in a glass celebratory very expensive they like use like a dropper to make sure they okay, don't miss you a drop with me. i'm gonna get some we we cracked this open when elon musk uh, finally acquired twitter before it was x and we were like huzzah you know we celebrate yeah and we all cheers and had a little bit i don't nice. think i had any actually oh wait well, yeah you, shouldn't we really be cheersing for nice. the documentary cheers this is very, cheersing Ian's i'm a very some. cultured woman <laughs> But she was, uh, Lauren didn't know what Pappy was. No. And so she just poured a paper cup, like, I'm just gonna have whiskey or something. And then people in chat were like, nah! I'm gonna rinse mine first. Yeah, it looks like someone had milk in there yeah. for some reason. <laughs> some white stuff in here, sir. Just there's some white stuff in his drink. So, you know, remember uh, the bus you showed me earlier? The bus, that's, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm thinking when, when I see that cup. Listen, these are, those are my people. It's perfect. Hey, those guys, are congratulations people. on the it's documentary, perfect. man. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm Thank super you. excited to see this. Can we maybe we can watch a snippet of it on the after show? Oh, well, we got a bunch of trailers and clips and stuff. We're gonna be putting clips up and everything. But uh, yeah, there's some people asking like, why didn't you do like a big theatrical release and all that stuff? And it's like, yo, this is our second documentary, Game of Money, being the first, also available on TimCast.com, and we're gonna be making more. It would be really cool, in my opinion, if we had at least one every month tackling these issues, and we are dumping a ton of marketing behind them and. Uh, we are discussing in the future, like, how do we do red carpet events? Mm -hmm. How do we get, like, theatrical releases? Uh, Police State, Dinesh D'Souza's film, is in, in in many theaters. Wow. Uh, Sound of Freedom was. We could we could definitely pull it off, but we got to right. get there. We need your support. Become a member. Maybe if this one hits a benchmark, we could do a theatrical day, a release day. Yeah, just the do, next like, one. Just do, like, a one showing or something. I mean, yeah. I, like, honestly, sure. we could, even though it's out on the website, we could still, like, uh -huh. rent a theater oh. and, and, and do it. Cool. We should just do it. Maybe it, it might take a month, though. But uh, we could go to a local theater and easily just ask them, like, hey, how much Push to rent the, the theater? And then we'll sell tickets to it. We'd sell out for sure. That'd be great. I think so. I think that'd be awesome. It's a really good, like, I, I remember driving by my local theater and seeing Sound of Freedom playing and just getting this feeling of, wow, like, the culture is really changing. Like, when you actually see it in everyone's face that you're driving by, like, something that is culturally not completely progressive left wing which seems to be everything in canada I all bet the time it's really tiny, moralizing i bet if we went to a local theater and said yeah. we want like thursday friday and saturday and like three showing showings each each day we'd sell out every single showing yeah you could because I mean, it's only a one-time thing people are going to come from all over the area to come watch it most of the time you can rent out theaters for private functions anyways right you know
So I don't. I think it'd be. I think it'd be easy to do. Somebody was saying to Great. sell DVDs too that they'd buy one. DVDs. I usually do DVDs for all my documentaries, and people like to buy them. There actually is a market for it. it, it well, well, you know, they, they, they assume everything's going to be censored and taken right. off the internet one and not, day, which and, isn't entirely. Insane. Well, not just that for people in Canada, you know, where they where they don't have internet up way up north <laughs> it's or in Alaska, <laughs> where we don't have, Amazing. you know, actually we, we got to do it for VHS. Do you guys hey, look, Canada. Canada's very close to you having to secretly slide a DVD under your jacket to somebody to share information because Trudeau's watching. Do you guys ever go up to like the U? Is it the Yukon? The is Yukon. I, I've no, I've never gone up that far. <laughs> That's like the frigid north or something. No, I've gone pretty far up. I, I like the snow. I like the cold. I, I love Canada. That's why it's so hard for me to like consider leaving. And everyone I know is considering leaving right now. That's what Tucker's documentary was supposed to be on the O Canada one that was cut before he was fired. Really? He filmed all ready to go. Beautiful documentary. So you, wait, you're saying we're going to get a bunch of Canadians trying to illegally cross the border into Only America? the good ones. A lot of them are trying to go to South America that I know. Um, um, it's like it's actually El Salvador. Say El Salvador. The majority yeah. of people that I know are discussing leaving the country right now, and it's re actually really yeah, hard for I, me. Is really it because tragic. Trudeau has a really creepy voice? That's exactly it. You nailed it. Too. It's like, oh, he's so annoying. Help! Anytime you hear it on the radio, it just like... I got that kept from Kevin <laughs> McCarthy. I kept. What no, I was going to say he doesn't know how to manspread either. He doesn't know how. He doesn't know how to manspread. Like he does it wrong. He, he just doesn't do it. He like, oh, he holds his knees he together? He holds his right. knees together yeah, it's, as it's tight really, as possible. It's very wait, upsetting. What? It's really odd to watch. Have you not seen yeah, pictures? Just... Look up Trudeau sitting. It's like what, he's, does he, does he do that? Just look up Trudeau sitting. Trudeau sitting? <laughs> it's like he's got a dime in between his, his knees, knees and he's yeah. holding on to it. Yeah. It's uh, 1800s what? birth yeah, control. <laughs> there you go. For, yeah. uh, one of the photos. Yeah. No, This I, one? Cockshane. No, look at that. Yeah, that's the one right there. No, there was a funny one. Trudeau sitting. That one with Trump right there. No, there's there's Which a one? special one? there's a very ah, special one. The one with Trump is good though. Which one? Look up Trudeau this? sitting knees together because there's a few of them. I feel a, a little weird looking up looking <laughs> with at, these searches. For Trudeau's... Like that one on the yeah, left. Look at, like what the hell? Look at him. Wow, it's dangerous. <laughs> so weird. Petite. Petite. That's such Effete. a cute word. I feel like. Wait, it's wait, hold on, hold on. Here you go. <laughs> well, there he is. That's the spread I saw. But I, I looked up Trudeau man spreading. I can't find one. Let's see if Google has. We got one right here. There you go. Oh, that's oh, AI. that's legit. Justin, I just want to say you got to you got to learn how to man spread, man. Is Things it true will go that better he, for you if you can do that. Is it true that he's Fidel Castro's son? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That that that's so wild. People keep posting photos of him next to Fidel Castro. You know, like, look, it's him. I feel like I can leak this now, but a lot of the, maybe not, <laughs> but um, the uh, they did a proper investigation into it with the Tucker doc. Someone's really? got a, oh, like, they, they, it was, like, kind of like Mimi, but they did actually, like, pursue that angle of looking into whether he was Fidel Castro. And Fox Castro's News son. has it. Fox News has it. People, you need to pressure Fox News to release the O Canada documentary. It's incredible. Should we buy a commercial for Infringed on Fox News? Absolutely. That people hate hilarious. Fox News, though. I just feel like it would be a waste well, of money. Well, you got to save the people there. Save them. Bring them over That's to Tim Cast. Mm -hmm. I bet they would reject it for that reason. Oh, this smells so good, <laughs> by the way, dude. You should do it just to see if they reject it. And then if they reject it, that's an interesting when, uh, story in itself. It was like, I think, $12,000 to advertise on Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. But he was their biggest show. So right now, I think Jesse Waters gets like, what, like 7 to 8%. Is that what he's getting? Like eight eight percent of what Tucker was getting. Tucker well, was getting like numbers, three points. How are their numbers today comparatively to when when Let me they had Tucker? That, I'm really curious because I feel like I just forgot Fox News existed entirely and never even thought to <laughs> do the comparison. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I don't. I don't want to drag him. If you know, I like Jesse Waters. There, there are some good people still there, but uh, Fox News averaged two hundred fifty-six thousand. Is that in, in the key demo? 
So yeah, that's like half of what Tucker was getting. You know, right. So maybe it'll be like six thousand dollars to buy an ad on Jesse Waters' show or something like that. So would you do like pay Tucker directly to you shout call it Fox. out on you no, call Fo for his ex show now? Oh well, he's got an exclusive deal with with Public Square. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, good deal. I think it's exclusive. Public Square is awesome. They're very based. We 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 love those guys. They are winning the culture war. But uh, Fox, you just call them up. It was actually super easy. MSNBC never got back to me because we wanted to do uh, we wanted oh our pillow. What we wanted to do was a was a parody of my pillow where we sell burlap sacks full of styrofoam packing peanuts. You pack it yourself, and and you pack it yourself, and it comes in a box with instructions on how to pour the peanuts into the into the burlap sack, and then sleep on it. For the record, I well, think I found out what that white stuff was in the glass. Soap, because it kind of tastes like soap. That's and I know this stuff is so pure. Yeah, sure, it's Damn, so. That's, that's, <laughs> but, that's but anyway, the worst uh, offense in the paper cup. Oh, I gotta go wash called, it and get uh, more. Yeah, you should. I called Fox News, and they basically were like a single 30 second spot on Tucker Carlson's like 12 something. And so I reached out to MSNBC in the same way and they just ignored me. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't say anything crazy to MSNBC. I said I was look, looking to inquire advertising. You know, I reached out to their ad network and all that stuff and said, looking for rates, we're interested in advertising and they just never responded. Can you advertise on the Young Turks? Uh, I don't know how they do it. I do know that uh, about 10 years ago, I was talking to Jenk and I mentioned that we had tried doing some ad campaigns through YouTube on his channel and it did not work. And hmm. uh, he actually like asked me, he's like, tell me to like elaborate. And, and the issue was YouTube suppression. Like why we were trying to promote a documentary or something. And I was like, let's put on a bunch of channels that are doing political content. And then the data from ads on all every other, every other placement was good. But Young Turks was zero across the board. Hmm. And so I told him right away, I was like, hey, man, we, we did this big thing, a bunch of channels. We saw like these CPMs and this cost on your channel. Nothing zeros across the board. And I don't know why that is because we should at least get something right and he was like youtube suppression you know most likely something that affect hmm. not that i think they'd be suppressing him these days you know with uh, may maybe that could be a reason why he's gone way more establishment because hmm. he he saw the writing on the wall maybe monetarily and got scared i have no idea people really uh you you can like really mentally get trapped in this game of how far establishment do i go to save the political causes that i think are important so i can still talk about them and still get reach and like of course there's a balance there where you can't like go to jail and not be able to do any activism at all right that's that's pretty useless you can't run into machine gun fire but there are so many people that will keep making that trade that kind of signing away their soul to the devil until they've got points that are entirely in line with every single media industry every single big corporation every single government you know outlet and they've kept they kept making those trades for oh i need the eyes i need the eyes and i think a lot of it comes from good intentions i really do and then uh, it's just too late. Once it looks like uh, sold out. <laughs> MSNBC is up 12%. CNN is up 16%. Fox News is down 13%. These are in the ratings? Yeah, CNN mm. is up. So MSNBC, CNN and uh, are up. And Fox News is down. Are they just up because Fox is down? No, Fox viewers didn't go to MSNBC. Fox viewers left Fox News and they're watching shows like this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Crowder. Yeah, or them firing like Tucker was the, the dumbest business decision they've made in the last decade that I've, that I've seen. That was crazy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Amazing. What in the hell? Really weird. Yeah. Really but that was because of the Dominion lawsuit, I guess, right? They said that they had to, part of it was they had to fire Tucker. Hmm. That's hmm. crazy, yo. Well, we're going to go to Super Chats, so if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button and head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member, check out the new documentary. You don't want to miss it. It's really, really awesome. And we're going to be reading our Super Chats. Um, 
looks like uh, we got some super chats cut off. It's really annoying that YouTube did that. They're cutting off like the first 10 minutes, but uh, we'll read what we have. Uh, Mark Jensen says, I always celebrate with Rittenhouse whiskey. Ah, yes, yes. Is yes. that a real whiskey? Is that a thing? <laughs> I believe it is. Good for yeah. Kyle. Is he? It has nothing to do with Kyle. Oh, that's so funny. That's <laughs> just a name. Yeah. All right, Andre Calderon says, Holy F, I just finished watching Infringed, and you all did an amazing job. Such a nice documentary. Lauren Southern was perfect. I encourage everybody to watch it. Very important issue for the future. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, hide behind anything. Lauren outright says in the documentary, go buy guns now. <laughs> like, so it's like, it is not Based. like a... We're trying to be fair about the issues of gun. <laughs> no, no, no. We are we are advocates. Unfortunately, right. I only thought afterwards that we should have had like the sponsorship logos go up at the end. Yeah, <laughs> could have paid for the dog that way. No, but it's not sponsored by anyone. You guys, no, the viewer, <laughs> the viewer, viewers like you helped yeah. us uh, uh, fund this uh, tremendous documentary. All right, we're gonna meet some more. Mike Oxard says just got back from voting in New Jersey. The reading machines got jammed, so they had us wait half an hour just to put them in a bin to, to be hand-counted. Not sure what to make of that, but there you go. Hmm. Polly Puree, nine minutes into the show, said, Fabulous show tonight. I know. Thank you very much. Thank you, Polly. The Sig P says, Tim, might you consider having the armed scholar on to talk about two-way advocacy? If Colleen Noir is unavailable, he's a based CA attorney with a YouTube channel dictating the two-way landscape in real time and works with, the, with FPC and a GOA. Uh, I think that would be really great for the Culture War podcast. We tried to reach out to Colin for the uh, documentary. I just, I can't remember what happened there. I don't know. If there he's was... a busy guy. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, we, he's there. got a standing invite to come on whenever he can. Yeah. And we've talked to him back and forth, but uh, I respect. He, yeah, he's a busy absolutely. dude. Well, we wouldn't yeah. have reached out if we didn't respect. <laughs> Another yeah. person that, be, if you're interested in, in two-way stuff, there's uh, the Four Boxes Diner uh, YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I think they people were shouting shouting them out last. Uh, yeah, Mark's yesterday. got a, He's a he's worked with the Supreme Court. He's argued cases before the Supreme Court, so he's a, a very good resource. All right, Citizen Seven says I've asked this before and I'll ask it again. Freeing the source code sounds all well and good, but how is it possible to verify that the software in the machines was compiled from the source code that was made public? Ooh, hmm. He got you there, Ian. He got you. Mm. Um, wow! I mean, oh, you could, you could put it on video <laughs> of them taking the machine, downloading the, the the data onto a hard drive on a monitor while it's downloading, and have it all publicly streaming. It's AI, though. What's AI? <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> but you'd have to do that. You'd have to do that for every single machine. Yep. Yeah, well, let's just man. start by. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Let's let's get a let's get a. A developer in here and ask them the same question. All right. We got Jason Hutchinson. It says, my rights, my property is not up for a vote. Find me a politician that supports that and I'll vote. That is absolutely right. Michael Mal says it. My rights are not up for a vote. Mm. Agreed. Michelle Riddle says, blame Canada. Shame on Canada. Yeah, shame on Canada. Shame on you guys for hey. not, I don't know. Shame on you. <laughs> I for like Canada. <laughs> I love Canada. What's really it funny is, is, is that Infringed is actually a, a Canadian film. It is. So true. Yeah. Blame us for saving oh. your gun rights. That's right. <laughs> we had to outsource to Canadians a documentary to protect the rights of Americans. Think we, about that. We understand what it's like to be uh, mauled by a bear because exactly. you can't own guns on Ameri national parks. American, that actually happened two months ago. American gun owners yeah. are going to be like, Tim, Tim Cast outsourced good American paying filmmaking jobs to these Canadians. It's you so know, the reality is we're all Americans, North Americans. So true, Cam. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the dude abide says, hey, don't be trying to brag about 1812. Y'all got real quiet when Colonel Jackson took a little trip down the Mississippi. <laughs> I, I we almost that. took Montreal in the War of 1812. Why did they, not, why did they stop short? 
What happened? I'm taking Montreal yeah. because the British burned down the White House. Yeah. Oh, wow. 1914. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Canadians actually moved, moved their capital. Uh, it used to be in yeah. Kingston, Ontario, which is a lot closer to the border, and they got scared, and they moved it to Ottawa because... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, the, uh, the American coats were coming. Pesky. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like, uh, I think, pesky I guess. Pesky militiamen. And during the Civil War, too, wasn't it like that? I think we talked about the Stephen Marsh during the Civil War. The Union was like, guys, why don't we just take Canada while we're at it? For real. Yeah. And also the U.S. took Mexico. People don't know this. And then Pol gave it back. And Americans were pissed. They were like, wait, what? Why did you give back Mexico? It was ours. Like well, this, this country would have been massive. We wouldn't need a wall. We wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> yeah. All right. Neglectful sausage has check thousand currents. It's got left-wing radicals on the board and supporting it. The Thousand Talents campaign is Chinese. So what's Thousand Currents? Isn't that, uh, what's Thousand Currents? Is that Chuck Uyghur's thing? Was, it, was that what that thousand was? Thousand Currents? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, know what, what that a Thousand is. Currents uh, is. Bold solutions for climate, food, and economic justice. Hmm. That sounds, sounds like, awful. Sounds communist. <laughs> it's too bad because <laughs> those things would be oh, cool if they didn't get co-opted. I just want to say this right now. So, uh, you know, Brandon Herrera tweets out, he, he ex-posts, check out the documentary and links to it. And uh, shout out, really do appreciate it. And then someone, someone responds to it. I'm not paying for that. Tell Timcast to upload it to YouTube. And I was just, I'm sitting here waiting for someone to say it because I know they're going to. And I'm like, I got you. And then I immediately call him a communist. I'm like, I got him. I was waiting for someone to say, just make it free. Because they did that at the Daily Wire. The Daily, the, the Daily Wire puts out one of the most important documentaries ever. It takes the country by storm, the world, what is a woman. And all these people are like, give it to us for free. It's important. Give it for free. And they're like, yo, it costs us a ridiculous amount of money to make this. All the crazy work, all the employees. And so it's funny that, you know, here, here we are supposedly the capitalists and there are people saying that we should give it away for free. Okay, let me just say something. I believe in the cause. In order for the cause to succeed, the cause needs resources. If we want to make more documentaries, we need money. If we spend six figures producing a documentary, and then don't get any of that money back, we can't make another one because we don't have money. Like, you gotta pay uh, for a pie like, ticket. You I, know what I mean? I, yeah. like, I like to eat. I like to, I like to feed my kids. Very know, true. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I did That's this for how... years. I did my first three documentaries and published them all for free. And there's a reason I'm here now working with Tim and not still publishing documentaries for free because guess what? I don't make any money to make new documentaries when I publish them for free. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually really thankful. I wouldn't be able to make another one if I didn't have the funding, the resources. And so here's what I'm saying. Not only did it cost a lot of money to make, but we want to market it too. We want to blast this off. We want it all over Facebook, all over YouTube. Mm -hmm. I want some regular like 24 year old dude playing video games to open YouTube and get a commercial for infringed. And then to see like Lauren laughing and hanging out with the guys and they're talking about gun rights, safety and, and two way, all that stuff. We want to make it ubiquitous and common that Americans are all about this. We want to make it popular. The other thing is these YouTubers, they're going to see a big spike in their revenue and they're like, oh, what's this all about? And it's going to be like, oh, you've got commercials for this documentary. And they're going to say, oh, wow, bread and butter, baby. Mm -hmm. If we run these commercials, we make money. Can I select to have that ad run on my videos? 
No. I like this ad. Usually we, it's just got an I don't like this ad option. Yeah, we we as the advertiser <laughs> choose where to put it. Mm. Put them on my videos. We just what well, we just yeah. we put them on. We're gonna put them up everywhere. YouTube is a lot harder. It took like I don't know eight hours to get approved, which is like fairly normal. Uh, on X, it was like five seconds. I was like promote, and it was like under review, and then I got an email being like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, and you know, if you have friends that aren't the kind of person that are going to pay for a documentary like this, have a little viewing party, get a TimCast membership, invite your friend over, make some popcorn, get watch the friends. movie with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a great movie to watch with people, start discussions. It's uh, And we made sure to, it's, it's really difficult sometimes to make movies that are really highly like data, history filled, entertaining, but we went on the ground. We shot the guns, we went to Baltimore, we went to these places, we keep it dynamic. I hope we make at least two X the our costs back i hope i hope we get uh 100 you know or like a 50 percent margin i guess you'd say then we'll make two documentaries right this is what i'm saying if if we you know make spend all this money and make back two times the money we'll make two more documentaries mm -hmm. and then we'll make four more documentaries and we'll keep just building content making shows and and, and doing awesome one of the thing i liked about the infringed uh, i saw the trailer was that it seemed kind of nonpartisan. like it it started off this particular trailer explaining like gun violence and how horrible it is and then mm -hmm. it showed like you know the antidote and like actually self-defense can help you defend yourself against gun violence and i thought it's just a brilliant way to look at it yeah you don't like you don't have to deny that there are horrible things that can be done with guns. You don't have to deny that there are negative sides to it to talk about why you need a right to them. Like the, the, the best arguments are one that acknowledge all sides and still say this argument comes out stronger, right? In my opinion, anyway. <laughs> Let's sure. read some more. We got Legama who says, if you get scam calls or texts or WhatsApps, respond with a text including things like Tiananmen Square, Taiwan Independence, and other <laughs> forbidden terms on the Chinese internet, you will have your scammer essing his pants and also force Chinese intel to look into it. Uh, it also Brilliant. may, it, it, it could result in them stop calling, they, they stop calling you. Wow. The problem is a lot, of, a, lot of the, a lot of these calls are robocalls, but if you're getting messages, I suppose that makes sense. Mm. Let's see what we got. Oh, I wanted to mention as well, infringed can be a drinking game as well. If you want to watch it every time someone fires a gun, you take a shot. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, and when intense. it's a machine Consult gun. a doctor before, <laughs> before getting drunk. Yes. You'll be drinking Make so sure much. Your heart tell you not take, to. Uh, that kind of activity. <laughs> EW says, Tim, I would love to be able to buy a hard copy of Infringed. I have purchased all of Lauren's documentaries on DVD. The one I would really, uh, this one I would really like on DVD. Okay, oh. we'll figure it out. Let's let's get it. Who is that? Uh, EW Super Chat. EW, then we will, uh, we'll start looking into it. I'll have to send a message to somebody, but we'll see if we we'll see if we can figure this one out. And uh, maybe we'll just start like burning DVDs and then mailing them out in like sleeves, just like hand sharpied infringed. That would be cool. That's a really great marketing idea. <laughs> if you wrote infringed on all of them, then it's like hand signed by you. I have the worst handwriting ever. Like, I'm better. Point. Ten-year-old boy that's dyslexic. Keep my going. handwriting. Tell it's... me more. All right, Ian. Yes. <laughs> I print everything personally. I don't use cursive. That was All when right. I realized the school system was bonk in fourth grade when they're like, you have to write this in cursive. And I just stopped and I just started printing and they never said anything about it. I was like, oh, I own these guys. Amanda says a big reason Canada did not join the founding fathers in the Revolutionary War was because there were many French Canadians who were Catholic. The U.S. was mainly Protest Protestants who hated Catholics. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a, a big French influence in Canada. I love the language police. It's so hilarious. They're like, our culture is dying. <laughs> Doom92 says, Tim, you're not showing up on my sub. I had to look for you. Yup. 
That's the way it goes, man. That's the way it goes. They're trying to suppress us. One thing that happens, and many of you may notice this, when we go live, there will be no thumbnail. Yeah, of course, we make thumbnails every time. Yeah. And as we're producing the live stream, we put the thumbnail in it. And then a bunch of people will be like, the thumbnail is a gray box. Uh-huh. And I don't see that happening to literally anybody else. No, but what happens is when people are on the front page and they're scrolling and it appears there and then people are looking for the image and they don't see it, they don't they don't click it. Yeah, exactly. Or someone who doesn't know what the show is might see the thumbnail is interesting. What happens then is they can say, it of course appeared on the front page. It only got a few clicks though. They're, they're playing dirty games. I heard that if you post more than four videos a day on a channel, they stop notifying you for the fifth one beyond. So if we put up four clips, could that could be the issue. It's not about notifications. It's that some people can't even see the video. Like we'll go live and it'll be on our channel and they'll go to the channel and it's not there. Oh, weird. And so they'll have to look for the the direct URL URL posted by somebody else. Right. One person message super chatted saying that like my friend had to share the URL with me so I could watch it because it wasn't appearing on YouTube. Yeah, like people are going to their actual live tab itself on the, ch the channel and don't find anything. It's yep. happening to me as well. So, well, crazy. I'm wondering if we should just start dumping tons of money into placing the podcast on places just because you know it's like, Maybe. yeah. All right. Fred Kohler says Lauren, sweet Canadian, moved to South Omaha instead. We have great fruit and bacon and all wear baseball hats made from graphene. Love. <laughs> that sounds great. I really like the cold, though. I'm a big fan of the cold. What? I that do. was what he was saying, too. I, I like don't get snow. it. I like having a big fire. I'd prefer to get cozy and have like a hot drink than be sitting in front of a fan. I love sweating. Louis Vasquez says, I signed up for the Miami event. It was great. We'll watch Infringed tonight. Any news on the Apple version of the Timcast app? Would love to see the members shows in my TV. Thank you. Apple takes forever. The app is done. It is in the hands of Apple. The Android app is currently available for download. You can download the Timcast Android app right now and uh, read articles and watch uh, all the news and it's everything. It's fast, too. I love it. It's a good app. You can put the show on and then you can suspend. You can, you know, turn the display off and still listen to it and all that good stuff. Here we go. John Sarasanguinis says two million gun owners in the state. 350,000 couldn't be bothered to sign a ballot initiative or come out to vote. Gun owners are a joke, dude. Gun owner doesn't mean gun rights activist or even conservative or libertarian. There are woke liberals who bought guns and then turned the TV onto The Simpsons and didn't watch anything political. They don't know. They don't care. The funny thing is, when the U.S. government changes laws, especially gun laws without telling anybody, one day there's going to be a knock on their door and they're going to be like, we see in the gun registry that you're an owner of an AR-15. Well, that's an illegal ATF controlled weapon and you are now a felon. And they're going to be like, huh? But I don't watch the news. Too bad. I was literally telling the story about how that happened to me. Like right. when I was, I got my first gun at 18 years old and it went, you know, I shot it a little bit and then it went under the bed because you know, I spent the next 10 or 15 years in a van and in a bus touring and stuff and then i pulled it out when i was you know 15 years later or whatever and uh, i realized oh my goodness i am not up to date on all the actual legislation i had to go and do all kinds of jumping through the hoops and and when i initially got it all you had to have was an fid card and that was supposed to be good for life and they changed the rules so right. you have to stay up on those yeah. kind of things you know so what the they too is is the um the atf 
uh, they they use backdoors on websites where you buy things for your sure. gun, like accessories, and so you are already probably on a list. Well, I mean, I have NFA items, so I'm, I got right. silencers and short barrel rivers, so I'm definitely right. on multiple lists. But I mean, yeah, they definitely they, they do saying that purchases. on Timcast is helping. Well, I mean, I put it, I put them up on Twitter and stuff. I'm I'm yeah. I'm all above board. I'm legit. So Phil's the list I always master. have this like little dance where I'm like, ooh, I want to talk about these things because they're fun. Should I? Maybe. I'm in Canada though, and it's like you might as well go one or the other. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I agree, but you know, it's like I like I said, I've I've been a pro gun guy and put pictures up on Twitter and yeah, stuff forever. Yeah. So you know how the government sent out that text like world, like countrywide about like, Hey, we're just notifying you. This is our emergency text thing. Do you think that they should be mandated to do that for changes in laws? No. Your phone would never stop ringing. That's, yeah, what I'm, that's exactly. the problem. Yeah. Omnibus bill passed. Maybe oh, you could man. opt into You're not a, sleeping all night. Opt into a, a number that they could text you on. If you wanted updates on every law that gets changed. I don't. They, it, there's not a benefit to them because any time that you're in violation of a law or whatever, it, they can use that against you. They're, the government doesn't have a lot of of desire for people to be aware of the laws and and up to date on if they're breaking the law or not. But it's be- an uh, it's a benefit to me, and I am the government. We are the government. I <laughs> no, should we say we as the American people. That is the that is the goal. That is the intention. I'm Canadian, and that's so true. We're your secret shadow government. Matt, you know. <laughs> Matt Kelly says, nice to see a guest who f- who dresses formally on this show. Thanks for representing the Canadian tuxedo. Looking forward to watching the documentary. <laughs> that's a beautiful corduroy, by the way. I, no, that's, that's the that's Canadian her. tuxedo. Yeah, that's, that's Canadian a Canadian tuxedo. tuxedo. That's right. Yeah, like, it's not this. Yeah. Both of Everybody's us are dressed like bombs. Well, which one yeah. of us is it's, it? It's almost... <laughs> It, you, you needed the what? denim shirt. I, was, I did. I have one, and I thought about bringing it, but... I literally was going to wear a flannel today, but then I was like, Lauren's here, and then like she's going to think that I'm making fun of Canada, so I was like... Lauren, know, I do not true. look like a bum. I hugged you earlier, I, I and it felt good. That corduroy was nice. I can't yeah, believe we so let him in here. Right. That That's really I nice of you guys. See, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's great that you're doing charity work. <laughs> Adrian Curry liked that. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Chat, what's up? Woot do for you says, I was put on SSRIs at 12 years old, institutionalized at 17, diagnosed bipolar with suicidal and homicidal tendencies. I'm a gun owner. However, I've had at least two feds try to get me to do a shooting. None of this is a joke. Yikes. What? Crazy. <laughs> uh, someone. Stay strong. Someone check in on buddy. Yeah. I mean, you could do a whole doc on the SSRIs yeah. and, and, and mass shootings, right? I mean. I remember it. Uh, there are a lot of weird instances I've had. Like, I remember the first time I went to Molenbeek, Brussels, and I was doing mm-hmm. interviews. And this guy, this Muslim guy was talking to me. And he's like, I went to jail. I swear they tried to get me to do a terror, you know, incident. He's like, I promise, like, this is what happened. They were, like, torturing me. And I'm like, like, I can't prove this, so I can't publish this. But this is pretty wacky, man. Like, I don't know why you'd come up to me and just start saying this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I know nothing. Well, yeah, you know. That sort of thing relates back to MK Ultra in like the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's in their documents where they were saying like we we want to develop a mind control system so we can actually have an asset commit an assassination. Like they admit that that was the goal, and then so then you have you know you have guys like Saran Saran who shot RFK saying that you know he was under mind control. You know, well, what's crazy is they've got technology to make it so that you can hear things like hear voices, mm-hmm. but only you can hear them in right, a room. Right. Like, have you seen that? There's Talking a viral plasma. video. Yeah. There's a viral video going around of a professor showing a classroom right. where he's like got this speaker that's like a direct speaker that'll make it feel like you're hearing mm-hmm. things. And wow. there have been shooters that have been like, well, the, the this, voice kept telling me to do this. The voice kept telling me to do this. This, and, this last shooter, like what a week or two ago, 
Robert Card. Uh, there was something like he went into, you know. Uh, oh yeah, the the guy up in Maine. Yeah, yeah. He, he had like those those in ear things because he had bad hearing or something. I don't know if right. I'm messing this up, but yeah. And he was saying that he was hearing voices, right? Wow. So yeah. Like, yeah. The original a lot of them are unnecessarized too. It's right. The original Night Stalker too was saying, was telling people that his dog was telling him he was hearing his dog That's talk so to weird. him. Well, I think his name was Richard Ramirez. Was in the here's 70s. a here's a good one. Jordan McClown says duty to retreat. When you flee your house just to go break into your neighbor's house, they're required to leave. That's how absurd it is. <laughs> Someone breaks in your house and you're like, ah, I'm forced to flee. And then you break into your neighbor's house and you're like, I can stay here now. I, you I love leave. that. The duty of retreat chain effect where everyone has to move out of their house eventually because the person beside them. Is that is so <laughs> dumb. That is so dumb. Do not break into houses, anyone, and it's, move to states where you can defend yourself. It's even better in Canada. It has to be like a, a last effort mistake if you shoot someone. So like... First of all, you have to accidentally unlock your gun, take the trigger lock off. Then you have to accidentally find your ammo and like slip it into your gun. And then you have to accidentally like slip and fall into your gun and then shoot the guy because it was like the last resort. Hmm. <laughs> what is this? A AR says half of Australia is without internet and phone service. What? Banking and emergency phone service affecting 10 million. The cause is unknown. Is that true? So I want to look that up. Yeah. What is Australia? You know, phone Australia service would not surprise me. Hmm. Australia phone service. Australia isn't a real country. <laughs> this is from yeah, six just... hours ago. Optus outage leaves millions of Australians without mobile and internet. Wait, Optus is Cyber some, attack, they changed the name of the article. Uh, so some key services are, quote, gradually being restored after hours long outage oh, wow. affecting Australia. That means that they're not restored if they're gradually restoring them right now without mobile and internet. Wow. Oh, no. The not real fake country that's upside down is having trouble with internet <laughs> I wonder if some uh... wingnut says switch Alec Baldwin for James Woods come on now yep if it was James Woods who pulled a gun they'd be screaming see guns are bad it's his fault crazy we'll grab some more we'll grab some more Terrence Max says Canadian here just got my PAL I'm getting the hell out of Canada once I'm released from the army Canada's military is an absolute joke. They're so desperate, they're getting permanent residents to join. Shout out to Lauren. <laughs> the yes, Canadian and, military and are a joke. Permanent when residents. all the Canadians quit and the Canadian military is made up of non-citizens, yeah. they will enforce whatever law they're told to against anyone. Dude, when they stomped on the trucker protest, that's like the heart of the country. Those are like the most mm -hmm. hardcore right. Canadians. Yeah. Oh, I have some stuff I could say about the military after this podcast. <laughs> 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 the Canadian mm -hmm. military are... Yeah, something else. I would love to help reinvent the American military, Canadian, United States, like really bring some patriotic super soldiers to the table. Yeah. That they're called. Yeah, there, there's a lot to say, like she was just saying, there's a lot to say about uh, the military, the RCMP yeah, in Canada. I mean, it's being hollowed out. Um, yeah. Polly Puree says, boomers are 54 to 69. The silent generation is 70 to 85. It's the silent generation in charge, not the boomers. That you're referring to some members of Congress, a lot of the older ones, but a lot of industry is run by boomers. Right. The people who are CEOs. The silent generation in yeah. charge. I rarely hear that yeah, take. Well, I, th I, th I think Biden's silent generation. Trump, Trump no way, Biden. really. Yeah. Was it starting 49 is when the boomers started? Mm. Something like yeah, I'm pretty like sure Trump and Biden are both silent generation. Wow. Yep. Sleeper cell silent generation. That's right. 46 is when so so trump's right on the cusp he was in 46 i think yep putin she all of them are sound generation the commander says tim i have this theory 
check my thinking on this. Now that Michigan and Ohio have enshrined abortion in their constitutions, that means liberal single women will calm down and not vote in 2024, handing those states to Trump. I don't even think that matters. I think it's the economy is stupid, right? The old famous saying, yeah. people just want cheap gas and their bread costs too much money. That's yep. it. The The inflation stuff is, is probably what's going to have the most effect on the most people because issue by issue, there's certain voting blocks that it matters to. The economy hits everybody. So mm. cheap fuel. Let's do it. These super chats are awesome, by the way. Yeah, let's grab some more super chats. We, uh, we can grab a few more. What do we got? Uh, what do we got? 467 Sprite says, Ayo from OC SoCal. Also, yes, saw a, Z- a zany granny. A Z- what is that? In the freeway pro-Ukraine sticker and an anti-Trump bumper sticker. I think the younger youth would be that red wave whiplash once the old heads phase out. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I'm not so sure. I, I don't feel like the younger generations are actually more conservative uh, I mean, I'd like to hope, but I'm not. I'm not it's, super confident yeah. that there are more. It feels like cope to me. Yeah, you know, I, I hope don't, to I, be wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, the the Pew research from a few years ago was that Gen Z and millennials are almost the exact same, but Gen Z is like a percentage point to the right on some issues. So it could be a reversal. All that really matters is that liberals don't have kids. Is it right? Feels and people so are like, yeah, flux. but they're indoctrinating your kids, and it's like, yeah, but that can only go so far. It doesn't matter. Right, it's, Nothing, it, it's how they reproduce. It's through the school system and indoctrination. Matter. But I mean, at some point, it you know, literally it, doesn't it matter. Can't, can't and people control. are like, I know conservatives, and their kids are totally totally woke left. I'm like, yeah, that happens. But it literally doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. can only indoctrinate so much, which is why there's a whole. They're opening up the southern border because they know it. You can indoctrinate mm-hmm. adults too, and then they'll yeah. indoctrinate mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. kids. Right. Kevin O'Brien says all they needed to do was let Trump win the 2020 election. They would have had a year left of Trump at this point. Now they will need to deal with him for another four years, LOL. And uh, the revenge that he wants. So Trump's going to go ham, baby. All right, what do we got? Let's see. Sir Alexander Full says, Hello, Laura, Tim, and friends. Canadian OG YouTube Toronto Dundas Street church pastor David Lynn has been denied re-entry to Australia after starting even- after starting evangelizing church there. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Keith Lovell says, I don't want to run a country, state, or district. I want to do my job and raise my kids. You know, I'll tell you, I love the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson because he keeps saying, no war, no war, no Mm -hmm. war. I will not vote for war. I'm going home. And then the war comes to his house and kills his kids. And then he's like, oh, woe is me. And then he takes up arms and he goes and fights. It's just a story, though, Mm -hmm. you know? Same thing in Braveheart, man. It's like Mel Gibson was trying to tell us. You know, first he goes, I just want to raise my crops. Yeah, leave me alone, man. Yeah. Minding my own business. And they're right. like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna mess you up. It's like fine. But that's the brutal thing. That's why it's a good story. It's like these these are good men who are like, please, we do not want war and conflict. The problem is, you know, you gotta hope for the best and prepare for the worst. And if you're not prepared, it's a brutal movie, but uh, The Patriot with Mel Gibson, one of the best movies ever made. My favorite, by the way. Hmm. Kenneth Hart says, Tim, stop it. You're scaring Ian. Look at him. He's shaking right now. Calm down, Ian. Oh, was that in reference to me standing right behind Lauren? Well, actually, I was kneeling right behind Lauren while she was playing. I have no movie. idea. 
<laughs> Maybe it's this wavy shirt. Just looks like I'm shaking. Dingle Opera says, shout out to Scott Pressler for joining us on the Timcast Discord last night. Check out his app and his website, Early Vote Action. Very cool. Really awesome to have uh, Scott Pressler hang out on the uh, Discord server. Bad Comedy says, Tim and Ian, I'm building a new 40k army. Should I build and paint a Grey Knight's Legion or Custodus? What is that? Do you know that one? I don't know it. I'm not no? super versed in Custodies. Warhammer. Custodes? Yeah. That's Love you guys and thank that, you for your work. I'm, I have no idea. I'm Eldar all the way. Also, Tyranids, if you want to rock, get those gene stealers. They're I, like the ant creatures that are psychic. Those things are nasty. I will say my favorite part of the Infringe documentary is when Carl Benjamin reads the Second Amendment. <laughs> it's like, we need a British guy to read the Second Amendment. Because yeah. the assumption is the founding fathers sounded British, but they Carl's didn't. I figure it's so funny because it's like, oh, we just get a random British guy, but he is the most distinguishable voice you've ever heard. <laughs> like there is no way you cannot know it's him. Everyone's seen a Sargon of a Cad video. <laughs> Gravity says, don't make me hard, Buck Buck. The documentary is very good. It is very good. Thank you. Adam Smith says, Gen X are the Zoomers parents. Mostly. It comes and goes in waves. There's some bleeding, uh, bleed over between mm -hmm. generations. But yes, Gen X made the Zoomers, which is why Gen Z is, I think Gen Z is, is more based than millennials. I think millennials are the worst. Yeah, boomers I. Millennials are awful. Gen X is aight, and Gen Z are, is aight. Aren't you a millennial? Yes. You'd oh, so you're hypercritical on your own like generation. That. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah you're a millennial sense. too, aren't you? I'm like the very end. I'm hypercritical on I X. still speak Gen Z. <laughs> I'm right I'm on I'm very board. early. I'm, I'm what they call a, an, an elder millennial. So I'm, you know, it, it's How like- How old are you? Uh, 1984. Oh, okay, so, right. Yep. So that's, uh, it, it's sort of a, like half Gen X, half millennial. Yeah, I call those Xennials. Xennials. Right. Yeah, uh, 79 is the last year of X. So I don't identify with Gen X, really. I identify way more with the people that are born in the 80s. <laughs> like I'm a millennial, and I think millennials are awful, but I'll tell you why. So uh, I have like a five-year head start on millennials. When I, my, my mom was homeschooling me before I started grade school. I worked for my family's business when I was like 9 to 11 years old. So I have a, a much... I, like a, I was a few years ahead of everybody else in terms of working, having a job... Uh, being online, being involved in politics. I was like 13 when I was reading political news and talking about all the stuff. And so all the kids around me were, were not doing any of it. So, you know, I'd probably have a closer to Gen X perspective based on, on that alone. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's interesting. It's just, it is what it is. Get a job when you're 12. That was very Gen X. Younger. My mom made me do that. Yeah. All right, everybody, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Go to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member. Why? So you can watch Infringe, the new documentary. And also, you can hang out in our members-only Uncensored show coming up in a few minutes. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be spicy and not so family-friendly. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Lauren, do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to shout out a huge thanks to everyone who helped with the Infringe documentary. Ed Powell, obviously, you did an amazing job, John, other John. Uh, my family, friends, loved ones who supported me through it all. Thank you so much. All of the people who support me on uh, Subscribestar, not Patreon, because I'm banned from that. <laughs> right, yeah. What she, what she said, basically, um, you know, thank you to all who uh, signed up and watched the doc. That's how we can make more of this stuff and, uh, you know, make a dent in the culture war. I'm looking up your Subscribestar you. right now. Phil, what were you going to say? I am Phil That Remains on X. I am Phil That Remains Official on Instagram. The band is all that remains. You can follow us on Instagram. Or no, you can follow well, Instagram, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, Amazon, Pandora, YouTube, you know, the internet. People want to go to your subscribestar.com slash Lauren-Southern. 
Aw, thanks. And support you there. I thanks need to for post coming, more guys. On that. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, I'm Ian Crossland. Thanks for the liquor. It was delicious. A little soapy, I think, but maybe it's just my my oh, imagination. Mine was a little papery. Okay. So we're we're. We're even Both making it happen. Hey, follow me see. on the internet. What's that, that tea? That's like a hundred dollar ring of liquid on that post-it yeah. coaster. Listen. It was cool. It smelled like maple. I liked it. Maybe it was the Canadian in the room. I'm right. I've had the most unique paper flavored expensive cognac anyone's ever had. They're all doing it the boring way. I interviewed Oof. a dude on my YouTube channel today. Uh, Yecheskel. Oh, God, I got your name right, man. Yecheskel. Uh, you got this. <laughs> dude, he's the best. Go check it out. We talked about reusing spent nuclear fuel. He's a rabbi. You guys are going to love this conversation. So subscribe to me on YouTube. Follow me there. That sounds sick, dude. <laughs> nuclear fuel reusing with the rabbi and, it and, and so well. And Ian? Can you guys uh, end by speaking some of your native tongue? Afrikaans? Well, well, it, Afrikaans it sounds so fun. They yeah. made it up. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's go to the after show. All right, we'll, we'll see you all over at timcast.com in about a minute. Thanks for hanging out. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.